Chief Hoover. And Don Connors Macaluso. And we're the Comic Cons Podcast, your one stop shop for everything nerdy, geeky, any technology in the world. And today, cons. It's going to be a fantastic time. I have just finished off my con year. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and an exhaustive one at that, too. We still have one more up in the air. That is uh, a big possibility, but <laughs> that, that, that one we'll, we'll bring back in there. And with us today, we decided to bring on some friends of mine, and they're called the Conventional Podcast. And I figured if we were going to talk cons... I needed the I needed the podcast with cons in their name. I got Jax and Caleb. Thank you both for being here. Yes. Howdy, howdy. All right. So, uh, how's everyone doing? How's everything been going since last time? It's been three weeks since we recorded anything, since we talked about the boys. Uh, Don's been a little bit longer for you when we talked about mechs. Yeah, it has. Uh, I had a very busy September. We all... Really? Tell me about it. Yeah, right? Oh, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, we had three con- we had three cons in a row and that's why we wanted to talk about this and it was a it was an exhilarating and that, that's kind of what brought this up. This kind of conversation brought it up was that I had three cons in a row that all varied completely different Very from each other. much so. Yeah, and I'm jealous about that too, by the way. What, going to three in a row? <laughs> no, three different, completely different cons. Oh, man, we've had... Okay, so what, we had, what, like 13, 14 conventions this year? Yeah, thereabouts. So anybody who's usually on here except for Kyle uh, works for uh, another company that I own, which is, <laughs> which is Convention Foam Fighting. And uh, we get to go to... Anyone that will hire us is the best way I can put it to go to. My wife works for Bird is in the back currently building weapons to fix mine. And um, (laughs) he's also on this. And we go to cons to perform and we go have a great time. And uh, I figured this would be a great time just to talk as the con year comes to a close. Because there are still some cons left, but there's cons we just don't go to. The, the big ones are out of the way. Exactly. Well, there are a couple major well, ones. No, no, no. Well, yeah, our big ones are out of the way. <laughs> their big <laughs> ones are done. Yeah. Our <laughs> big <laughs> ones are starting. Yeah. Our wait, 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 which one? Okay, so if you're saying your big ones are starting, who do you got? Well, well the big one that we have left for the year is YomaCon. That's probably the last yeah, big okay. convention in the Midwest that we have. Jax and I staff that one, so that's why it's a big one for us. Because based on the work that we do, uh, we... That's why it's a big one for us because it takes a lot of our time and a lot of our resources, actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I know Yomacon's a big one. They've also been a pain in my side to try to get into. Uh, so, like, we're, we've been trying to get in there because people say, get Yomacon, get Yomacon, Yomacon. I have emailed, they don't respond. I <laughs> but, that, but that is also one small peg. Like trying to get into a wheel, like a giant wheel on a spoke on a wheel. It's, it's just difficult, and I understand that. And, I never... and now that we've got some staff of theirs here, what <laughs> gives? <laughs> no, I'm out of that one. Wait, I am out of yeah, that we one. We don't handle that. <laughs> our department is a little different. Yeah. So. Do I want to know what your department is? No, you don't. No, you don't. But I do want to know what it is. I don't really care because this podcast doesn't give a shit. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you. Okay, we work guest relations is what we do. So we work with the voice actors. Guest relations, we'd be a fantastic We're guest. guests. <laughs> uh, but we do specifically voice actors. A couple times. <laughs> and artists. But, uh, uh, yeah. but so I, I want to start off the year. We're just going to run down our list of cons okay. for the year. I want to bring Don has it in front of him. 
I'm going to have it in front of me. Because... Yeah, why don't we run off of your list so I'm not staring at my phone this whole time? Yeah, no one, no one on the podcast can hear you or see you looking at. So I hope they can hear me. Yeah, he doesn't know I muted him a while ago. <laughs> uh, so uh, probably for the best. I'm going to run down the list of cons we've gone to, and uh, I'm not going to talk about any cons we're going to next year. Uh, that is a whole other thing and a whole other cast because that's why you still have to cement some other fun stuff. But cons we want to go back to, I will definitely oh, absolutely. ping on that one. Uh, so the first thing we did last year, <laughs> which was an out of the left field that I have to thank uh, so many people for that got us like one of the guys in particular who got us in uh, shit and I'm forgetting his name because he just <laughs> moved. And it's been a long day. Very close friend, though. Okay. Very, very great close guy. Friend. Right great here guy. in my heart. You know? <laughs> salt, uh, salt of the earth type right there. Salt of the earth guy. And I'm going to... I thought his name was Aw Shit. <laughs> my friend, Aw Shit. Right. <laughs> well, you know, some of, these, some of these convention nicknames that people have, you never know. Someone may they go by the name Aw Shit. crazy. Oh, You're not wrong. Wrong. That's true. Gleason. Uh, it was Gleason. Uh, that's his last name. Because that's how many I know people mostly by as right. their last names. And it was Ohio Con. It was Ohio Con. I did not go. Uh, I was on my honeymoon. I mean, that's, well, that's fair, pretty that's understandable, though. So that's as my team was working, I will tell you my favorite thing I did for that con. While they were there, I was uh, sitting in a pool, sipping Mai Tais and things like that, sending them selfies going, so is this what a manager and an owner does? Right. And everyone's like, yep, you got it. He's all comfortable, <laughs> and a blizzard was hitting the Midwest. <laughs> it actually was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's no joke. We were genuinely dealing with. What was that the negative fifty week, or was that a different no, week? No, that was a different week. <laughs> no, no, that's that was like when the second round of big snow hit. No, that was Ohio Con Tuesday. That's all it really was. <laughs> yeah. So tell me what your guys is like. You, you two went. Tell me what you thought about it. What you're happy about things like that. You want? You want go ahead, start us off, Chris. Uh, it was pretty expansive, man. Like, cause that the the hotel we were at was is usually used uh, for Marcon. Was used for Marcon. And so I knew the layout pretty well. But I did not expect the layout to be as expansive as it was. Yeah. You know, so many different hallways with so many different rooms. And then you almost had to leave the hotel just to get to the vendor's hall. Huh. Like, yeah, they they really took advantage of the space in that convention hall. Oh yeah. um, easy access from the hotel was great. Uh, we didn't have to worry about going outside to carry equipment. Um, and they, there was a ton of stuff going on at OhioCon. I mean, we had to deal with a little bit of uh, trying to get notice mm -hmm. with where our room was placed. But our room size was good. We had a great attendance that weekend. We had something like 600 fighters oh, over yeah. the course of that weekend. It was fantastic for us. Lot of t they gave us the room the entire weekend. It was ours from what well, we run 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. Give or take, yeah. Yeah, so we we got full run of that room to set our own hours. Uh, great setup uh, for convention goers and panelists. That mm -hmm. we had that awesome, awesome food court available with a ton of options and some great <laughs> cheesesteak. Thank you to this man over here. The food court there is pretty nice if it's the same hotel that I remember because the last time I went was. 2013, I think. Shit, I'll trade you. The last time I went was 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But, yeah. but, yeah, it was very nice before. Yeah. I at least it, remember that much. Yeah, it was really nice having that option available to go grab something to eat during some downtime, some breaks. <laughs> uh, very nice setup. Um, 
lots of people walking around all over the place. Uh, we worked very closely with the uh, video game group that was running right next door, running tournaments that uh, we'd be out there in front of our room barking, trying to get people in. They were doing the same thing. We'd cross-promote. Uh, we just had an absolute fun, not just with we, the well, people. I remember we even, like, the small time I was running the check-in desk, for like a, like, uh, like a good hour, me, the guy running a screening room, and the video game guy, we're all having a competition of who can generate the most people. Yeah, so it was just it was an absolute blast, I think, for everyone involved. Not just our staff, but working with other staff and working with the people that came out to fight. Yeah, I didn't hear a whole lot about incidents there, so it no. seemed like it was generally under, you know, well, good terms yep. and everything. And some great fighters came out uh, to our panel. We had a lot of people there that were there fighting a long time. Just overall, great experience. I just love the convenience of the... Uh alcohol in the uh, hotel store. <laughs> right, right. Is that, um, is that something you guys would like to go to sometime? Actually, yes, because, again, the last time I went was in 07, and all the stuff that I remember from it, it was literally known throughout all of Illinois as the chill con. You go to this con, you go hang out with your friends, you don't have to worry about much, but from what you guys are saying, they pumped up their game and then oh, yeah. some. Oh, now, it was still a chill event. I'll give you that. It was still a lot of people hanging out. You see people in the food court talking. You see people hanging out uh, with the, at the video games that were out in the hallway. So a lot of people there to have fun uh, because we were all indoors. It was in uh, February? January? January. It's late January. Yeah. It was yeah. early January. I was on my honeymoon. Wait, it was early. They, I guess they I got married January 5th. It was January, January 13th. Oh, okay. It was it was literally January 11th to the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I, I really missed the Dominican Republic. Um, <laughs> I need to go back. Why is everybody the Dominican Republic when I'm not there? What right, the fuck? Right, exactly. Um, but I will say that is something that was uh, I'm looking forward to uh, this year to hopefully going to because uh, it'll be our they do want us back, so we're doing our thing. And uh, definitely a return trip. Listen that's definitely one. a return trip. That's a bigger one for us because yep. well, um, one of my one, one of my guys is like, dossier. yeah. What's up? No, I'm saying we have to put the Ohio count on the dossier for next yeah. year. Yeah, because I haven't been in like five years. He hasn't been in like ten plus. So <laughs> <laughs> we clearly need to go back. Yes, um, absolutely. <laughs> but that is like to me, that's like a good like that's a good con for us yeah. to get to. Oh no, that's a really good. Oh yeah, it's a good start to the year. So set the tempo for what we were expecting. Yep. You need to speak up when you talk. You need, you need to talk to me. Talk to you. You're, you're projecting. Talk to this guy. <laughs> okay. So, so that's what the people in chat say. So, oh, okay. You talk like a bitch. Right. Yep. You 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 have a buster on your shirt, but you're talking like an arts. Oh, oh. Damn. Jesus. Oh. I mean, I have all Damn. four shirts. I'm not gonna lie to you. Damn, that quick part was effective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need to take an extra attack real quick. Change me the freaking Buster show. I'm going into cha-cha mode. Let's go. Okay, so um, but the next thing we did was Anime Milwaukee. Now, that is a staple. And I don't care what fucking day that falls on. Like, Valentine's Day, I'm like, honey, my wife, I'm like, hey, it falls on Valentine's Day. She's like, so fuck it let's go right and like she's like she's the one woman that's like yeah valentine's day fuck that we're gonna go we're, we're, we're gonna be at anime milwaukee uh and that wasn't that one uh that was in the transition period of getting the new con head uh yeah. after that was this was the year Corey wood was fired and they a month or two months prior to the con starting <laughs> so they were going into that with no con head yeah and it was uh, the here's the thing about a lot of cons I don't go to panels. Like I'm usually so exhausted from running my own that I don't get to go to panels. I'm busy. I'm busy running my own. You know. I know that feeling. 
Oh, it's I'm, the same for me. Really? Eight and a half hours of fighting? You, you, <laughs> no. Tell me more about what you're doing with your time. Yeah. Well, no, that's me every other weekend, but that's a whole different fight. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a different thing. But like, What I'm, are you fighting? Bars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's why your face is a little swollen. Okay. No, that's uh, not, not, not winning, right? Uh, <laughs> but uh, we have uh, that one right there is it's one of our bigger ones. And uh, it's a fun one. It is. It, to me, it's just there are people that go to anime Milwaukee because we're there. Because convention foam fighting is there. That's the only reason they're there is just to come up just to fight with us. And that's just an amazing, amazing time uh, for us. And, and I, the uh, local Belgard dad guys usually like to cross promote with us. Belgarth, Belgarth. It was Belgarth. Yep. No dad guys, but Belgarth. Yep. They were they were fun. Like we 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 tried, we helped build up their team, and uh, I remember Belgarth. Belgarth. Yeah. Belgarth. Yeah. They, they tried to do something this year and it didn't work out. Yeah. So we tried to give them like if we get a new room, you can have our room. They just go, no, we can't compete against you guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, okay, all right, man, not bad, my bad, and all right. But but it is something we always do try and promote when they're around is to oh, let yeah. people know if you like what you're doing with convention foam fighting swinging around a weapon you want to do this more often you want to do it with some story hey here's some guys who do this at a, at a grander scale than what we're trying to bring yeah. we're trying to bring that experience to everybody they're doing it for that niche group that wants to have that that good rpg experience so we'll help them out and and we definitely had a chance to do that this year so here's the thing when you're at a con you're you what are we usually doing you're drinking right hey, let's face it of course you go up to the room or you bring a flask and you drink this is not some hidden fucking thing all right like you try you keep yourself composed over kids right right so here's the thing with anime milwaukee that absolutely loves us uh we are the go-to panel if somebody cancels <laughs> so 11 30 at night or midnight for that matter they're texting me or calling me to tell me that can you guys run an impromptu panel? I can. Should I? Probably is a not. whole other that's, story. That's the, the debatable part. Now, if you if you get us in the mid afternoon, the answer is always yes. By the way, but we're gonna do yeah, it. No, I figure I it's always my... yes. If they're calling him at midnight, he's said yes before. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite moments was that was he. Well, I can't remember if it was this year or last year's. He gets that call. He sends a mass text. Hey, is anyone coherent enough to do this? <laughs> that was that was that was two years ago, and the problem with that was because uh, I wasn't coherent enough to do anything with it, and uh, I still went. And we, my friend was like, "I'm going to take videos for this," and I had to never air those videos because you had my friend while we're in a panel room. We had a table where you had the sign-ins, and underneath the the tablecloth was our cooler. Uh, full of beer and right in the like this is going to be the perfect one this is going to be like the video that we get to post on Facebook and it's going to be fantastic that we had to delete because right in the middle of my grandiose speech Chrissy or Peanuts as we call her yeah. runs right in front of the camera looks up at me pops me a beer and hands it to me right in front of the camera and I'm like well that shit's not going online <laughs> and I'm like well alright fuck it let's keep going and I and we ran this huge event and it, it's such a good time and uh, it's something that I want to keep doing the vendor hall is very ASIN and if you've never if you guys ever been to where? Anime, anime, anime Milwaukee. Oh yeah, no I went last year I and, have not gone the only Wisconsin con I've gone to is Daisho con uh, we're, Anime Milwaukee is something you should put on your list it's just it's really fun. They get the entire Wisconsin Center. Yes. And it's yeah. a good time. It's Which actually is, really fun. I believe you, I believe that's fun, but I know that it usually competes with KatsuCon, if I remember right. And then there are times where I'm going to that 
instead. So because it's like it's competing for me, that's my issue. Well, here's, a, oh, here's the thing. Katsu Khan doesn't even like us. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're pretty the far in the East Coast. Uh, it was like it fell around the same timeline as Katsu. Well, here's the so thing. Half Katsu. The people were there and half the people were at Amber. Right. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, hold on. It wasn't half the people. It was the better... Katsukon has one thing over Amki. Better cosplay opportunities. That's true. So it had the better cosplayers. I think we had the better con-goers. Agreed. The worst elevators, but the... Oh, my God, those elevators. Oh, don't get me started on elevators. And the fire alarm. I'm going to start... Look, we we got to start reviewing just elevators alone because that (laughs) shit pisses me off. It pisses us all off. Don't worry. But I think the fun thing about, like, that, that Amki started a tradition... That I'm loving about CFF. If you ever go to an event with CFF and you're interested, wake up at like seven, eight in the morning on a Saturday. Go down to the hotel yep. gym. Follow us on Instagram, you will or Facebook, and you will find us. Most my team, except for like my wife, <laughs> in the gym. So there's working a chance out. that we probably ran into each other on accident. Probably. I was, I'm usually at the gym at like between four and seven. Yeah, no, no, no. In the morning? Yeah. In Amki? Yeah, or, because okay. I need to sober up somehow. Shit. Oh, no. You, if you're at four, we're like, we're there right after you. All right, fair so, enough. So like Amki, like we, I've done the Hilton gym. I've done the Hyatt gym. I could rank gyms. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Because Doki Dokan at that, Radisson. That's, an, that's another podcast. That wins. <laughs> That one has the best gym I've ever been in, but we that gets. Oh to, yeah, Doki's is Doki outstanding. Oh. Doki it, has been hyping me up to actually go to Doki. So. Yeah, I keep on hearing a lot of great things about Doki. We'll get to Doki. Uh, yeah, we're we're st- we're still in the early months of the year right now. We'll get there. I, I know. I'm you very well aware. You're right. Because <laughs> the next thing is May, because we miss April. Uh, we have nothing in April, which is a good time for us to start building. Yep. And not to back up too far, but I do want to say after all the talk about uh, what the goings on at Amkey and the late night adventures. Uh, if there are any liquor or beer companies out there listening to this podcast and they would like to sponsor a show or a panelist event, please reach out to either Comic Clowns or Convention Bone Fighting. We are definitely interested in sponsors for that. Look, we love it. Anybody that knows anybody that actually which has is kind of funny, Lady Blackheart, the, I will fucking the, take that sponsor. The guy that remember the guy that I w- had on the Mech podcast, I pulled him from Discord. Yeah, works for a liquor distributor. Excellent. So he's a friend of mine from the Navy. All right, not, to, not to derail the show <laughs> no, too. No, much. no, we'll derail it. But that's, that's the fun part about our podcast. It derails like for five seconds, and I bring it back. Yeah. Uh, five seconds. Five. Five minutes. Um, Hours. Tangents are tangents. Hey, hey, I was on two hydrocodone today. I'm coming out of that slump. <laughs> he's coming I, down. I, I didn't nearly make it through the day. Okay. Uh, I'm coming down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming down. Did you see Kami? All right. Well, I got. Okay. Well, I took the money. Okay. Uh, we have a Team Four Star jar up there. By the way, if you make Team Four Star references, you have to put a dollar in the jar. Damn. Uh, yeah, don't worry, Kyle already collected. I'm friends with some of them, so that makes things awkward. Uh, <laughs> you can tell them that then, that we have a jar. That's how much we reference their shit. Uh, but the next con was Gojo Techie. Now, that's one you probably have never heard of, but Gojo Techie is an entertaining con because Gojo Techie is very small and they're just starting out and they don't seem to be going away. Where are they located? Ashland, Ohio. Tempt it. Um, Ashland, Ohio is very small, and I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do this year. I'm friends with them personally. I talk to them. I meet them at Geek Out and things like that. And uh, Nicole Blairware, uh, Nicole, Nicole and uh, Kenneth Reed, a reader, excuse me. And they're great people. So here's what happened. Yeah. Our appearance there was a bit of a so, story. Not CFFs, but our So appearance. I wasn't supposed to be there. Okay, then, because I have to tack on one that was the same weekend, which is the uh, Madsen Area Public Library Convention. 
And they wanted us there because I convinced them to have us there. But it was raining all weekend here. So they couldn't have us indoors because I'm not hitting a book with my weapon. Just sorry. Right. So Knowledge is power. I had to I had to cancel. Yeah, just... So me, we canceled. And I'm like, you know what, Don? Let's get a hotel room, which is a last-minute hotel room at the con. And we drove up there. Now... What I didn't know that Gojo, te- we show up, he didn't even recognize my name was on the honors board. <laughs> like, my name was right there on the honors board, Hoover. Right there. He didn't even recognize or think about it. And he drives in. We roll up, and we're like, cool, we're here. Get the hotel room. We make a sale. And I told people, when we make our first sale weapon, I will buy pizza and beer. And I bought pizza and beer. And here was the- we did our panel, and I didn't know what the hell else to do that night. So I brought up a website called Salty Bet. And this will be. Oh, actually, I know exactly where you're going. With so yep. Salty Bet will actually this this event will actually be at my New Year's party as well. Uh, so Salty Bet is a, a fighting website. It runs on a Mugen engine. If you don't know, yeah, look it up. SaltyBet.tv. Basically, don't. anyone who you want to be a fighter can be a fighter, and, and fun, even ones you, you can, didn't want to be a fighter because you didn't know too. we're a fighter. Like, but the fun part is that you don't. There's you could be watching that shit for years. You unless you have like the downloader, you paid them for the downloaded strategy guide. I've watched it for like seven years, and I still have no idea who the hell is going to win. Uh, and it's always random who fights who. It's not like it's, a set. So thing. the game plan is what I decided to do is we grabbed a whole a bottle of rum and a bottle of vodka, and we sat there and went, "All right, pick a fighter." Everyone's like, "You know who's going to win?" I'm like, "I have no fucking idea who's going to win." And if you lost, you took a shot. And we started shooting this at nine o'clock. Oh. And no. we stopped about ten forty-five because one of my guy goes, "Man, we should probably hurry up because we got a panel at 11. The whole room just stopped. And we're like, what? what? We have a what? what? And apparently, Gojo Tegacon has two schedules. A non-rainy day schedule and a rainy day schedule. should point out that we were originally scheduled to be outside. Right. Exactly. But it was a rainy day weekend, and I didn't see the other panel. As for every uh. other year we've been there, <laughs> it has been raining. Yep. So I got there, and I went downstairs, and like I, I'm already, we're all, there's only five of us there, and we're all just yeah. shit house. And, and I want to give a quick shout out to Goldie for being on point with that. My first chance getting to meet Goldie, and he, he was the one he, that checked the schedule. I'm, I'm hoping he's reading, watching this. I told him to watch this. Hopefully. So we went outside, went downstairs, and we have my laptop a beer and all of us have a beer in one hand and a bottle in the other we run downstairs and i, I meet the con owner nicole and i'm like nicole i have a con tonight and i have a, a thing tonight they go yes what have you guys been doing and i told it to her and she goes yeah i don't think anyone's gonna fight tonight so you can just go into the room and keep doing that i'm like sweet so and that's it. how a new panel was born. Uh, yeah, honestly, yes. Basically, yeah. <laughs> because the head of security walks in and goes, what are you guys doing? Like, and you see me just switch, snap back and go, pick a fighter. And he the- picks it and he goes, I'm like, he lost. I hand him the bottle. I fucking love this panel. And he runs out. And he's like, <laughs> Her husband, the, the other owner, walks in and he goes, what the fuck are you guys doing? Pick a fighter. He gets it wrong. Take the bottle. Fucking love this. This panel. is a fucking amazing panel. What's this supposed to be? I'm like, we're yeah. not going to talk about that. I'm not going to tell you what it's supposed to be. Right. I'm going to tell you what it divulged into. I think we had like a sword available for people to. No, like, but I, I fought but... Goldie for a little bit. Right, that was about it. But that, nobody, it's, it's that. Small it was a very event. tiny room. It's a very small event in the beginning. Yeah, I think Goldie, yeah. we actually had fighting worthy Emgard guys. Yeah, and Emgard was trying to be. Because they never stopped fighting. Emgard was behind us, and this dude was trying to explain the rules, and we're sitting in front of him taking shots. And, uh, it, and but, but, each other. but that yeah. was like the thing we didn't care about. Like, but that was an event that I'm still going to stick with that I believe has growth potential. Yes. Plus, we got that uh, awesome cheese barn. 
with the homemade chocolates. Oh, yeah, but on your way back, you're going to hit an awesome Ohio thing somewhere. We found like Grandpa's Cheese Barn on yep. the way through, and it was awesome. We, we they, they had a cheese section and a chocolate section, and it was like there were separated buildings. All homemade. And you got to pick which one you went to. And we, we, we rotate. The cheese barn is not like something small. It's like the cheese castle, but like two floors. And that's Dude, just the cheese yeah. side. If I haven't been drinking brandy, I would be crying right now at the sheer thought of fucking cheese and chocolate. Yeah, if you think cheese and chocolate is great, but you're like perfect. But homemade you're meat brandy. sticks and beef yeah. jerky. But you're drinking brandy, now you're just going to cry about your life. Uh, yeah. That's normal. See, that's better. That's what brandy does. Uh, right. That explains so much, actually. <laughs> brandy, that bitch. So, <laughs> fucking uh, hope. And I love Goldie. Yeah. Uh, so that was Gojo. And like I said, that's a small one. And we. we I like Gojo. The owners, the, everyone there that works the staff, they love us. They know us pretty damn, pretty well. And they keep trying to get me to do a hentai tale for them. Like, <laughs> shit. Well, I mean, well my, apparently my sad knowledge on it is extensive. <laughs> Don't, it's not sad. It's not it's sad. It's not sad. It's powerful. That's right. what it is. It's, sure. you're, it's you're learned. Advantage. And, and also other good panelists there. The guys running the, the board gaming room yeah. invited us in. We hung out with them for a bit. Oh, uh, they, also they gave us, what, a, donuts? Muffins? Panel. I don't know. I could do that one. That, that's yeah. fun as shit. All right. But that's something, if you guys want to check it out, I would honestly. It's a very small. It's very. I don't know what they're planning on doing this year. I got to talk to them again. They always want us there, though. That's the fun part. They, they always make sure we're there. Um, and yeah, We argue five minutes on why we should not be fighting in the rain. Right, and then we have to argue why I'm not going to fight in water, because the the field they gave us is flooded. But I'm trying to see if they're doing something new this year. But hmm. yes. to move on, it's the next convention that is the bread and butter Ooh. of all of CFF. Now this we've been going to this event for five years. Me and Chris, he missed it last year. I'm so sorry. Uh, and it was the biggest year, and it goes bigger and bigger every year for us. Yeah, and that hard. is Geek Out. And I got the shirt on right now. It's Geek Out. If do you guys like camping? Either one I of you. Fucking love camping. Camping's great. Geek out. That did not sound believable. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm serious. He's I was a boy. Camping, it's cool. Camping. I'm. I know. I'm. Dead I was serious. a survival. Ca- I was a survival scout. So fuck that. I mean, it's been a hot minute. Don't get me wrong, but I do actually like camping. Geek, geek out. <laughs> I mean, you save this. Love it. Live it. Oh, geek man. out. I promise, I'm making this one. Next you year. have to make this one. Geek, because because I checked the schedule. Whew. All right, it's clear. Yeah, because he doesn't know exactly when he was doing it, but I fixed it, and um, he told me what days he was thinking. I'm like, it has to be on that weekend. Well, my cousin can only turn fifty once, so I'm good this year. That's fair. Um, yeah. Geek out is at Hannon Camp America, and I, I, that's in College Corner, Ohio. Yeah. And I can only tell you how much I love this event <laughs> because CFF has honestly made a weird name for itself. Uh, it, really it started. It started with. Uh, the Blackhawks versus Anaheim five years ago. and uh, That explains a lot, actually. And uh, there was no cell towers oh, at that time. So I literally, and everyone's like, we're going to bed. McGraw from Chicago. And I'm like, if Bla- it's game seven. I'm like, if Blackhawks win this, you're all getting the fuck up and you're drinking. And I'm literally on a pile of rocks that is now something else out there, because it's been five years, fucking Lion King my phone for a service. Ah! like trying to get service because it's literally the final seconds of us having a one goal lead as soon as we win he was he was like a football field away from me and i'm just running trying to run back and all you hear is like i run by and i'm like hawks win and all of our fucking camper like just emptied 
And it went from, we're just going to go to sleep, to we're drinking till 4.30 in the morning, blasting Chelsea Dagger. That sounds about until, right. Like, until we got yelled at by the acoustic set that was happening a little bit while, and I was like, you know there's music playing over there. My response was, you know it's not Chelsea Dagger. Right. And that was my response. Uh, which is funny as hell because I have a friend from the military. The same, the same mech guy was a good friend of mine from the military. I mean, really, like closest thing to like next to him, like a brother I could have. He's like me, but shorter and before, and when I had hair and he was balding. And uh, he goes, "I love you. You're close to me, and I'll always be your brother." But for the next seven games, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I respected the shit out of that. And so just that's honesty. You don't get that kind of honesty outside of sports. And and, and game seven hit. And after ending, I got back to cell service. And I went, sup? Because it's still fresh. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) A year later, he still looked at me and went, it's still fresh. I'm like, good. Uh, but but that was such a good time. And I will tell the story because I don't know how many people are going to listen to this podcast. Uh, there's one thing that happened. And uh, if you don't think about Ohio, where College Corners, it's right on the border of Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I say right on the border, if I go to Walgreens and I hang a right and not a left, I'm in Indiana. Yeah. Right over the train track. It's right there. I can see you Indiana. Signed, Welcome to Indiana. Like, and uh, I made a goops. And uh, one of our guys gave me $100 to go buy... Uh, we had a lot of money to go by. Walgreens, Walmart's not like a short trip. It's like 10, 15 minutes out of the way. Hmm. Uh, 15, 20, actually. And we ended up going to buy a whole bunch of food, and then we had money left over. And we saw a fireworks stand. Sounds about right. And, and you're in Indiana. We right. were in Ohio, but it's right over the port of Indiana, so it's really close. Close enough. And we bought, bought a whole bunch of fireworks. And Carlos walks up to me. Because that's what you do when you're in a state besides Illinois. Exactly. Yeah. So you know Carlos. I don't know if you guys know Carlos. Carlos, uh, I can't pronounce his last name because it's horrible and I'm a horrible person. I believe we know. Yeah, yeah I know Carlos. Photographer, yeah. yeah. He, uh, it's his money. Uh, prin- ah. Princess privilege. Okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, there we go. Uh, so he hands me the hundred bucks and I go, he goes, where's my, where's my change? And I'm like, let me show you where your money went. And I pop my trunk. <laughs> and he goes, oh. And the only people that knew about this was myself, uh, Link, his girlfriend at the time, and Chris. And Carlos. Carlos, because it was money. Chris, for obvious reasons. Because uh, I want, didn't want like explosions to go off. I Chris, yeah, and I didn't want explosions yeah. to go off without him knowing. And uh, Carlos comes to me like 15, 20 minutes later and goes, Dude, <laughs> we can't. Uh, Steve's a licensed pyrotechnic, and I didn't know that. Steve's older than me. I'm 33. He's older than me. Hmm. And uh, he's been like pyrotechnic for like 20 years. And like, oh. And he goes, he hasn't like fireworks being blown off. Shit. Give me a minute. I got this covered. And I go, and I walk up to him like, okay. Hey, you're Steve, right? And it's like, oh, man, pleasure to meet you. I'm with CFF. I wanted to let you know, for this event alone, I wanted to know CFF got you guys a present. We got some fireworks to blow off. So even if this event goes wrong, and I don't know how this is, it's still going out with a bang. He goes, oh, man, we can't blow off fireworks. I'm like, oh, man, this was our gift to you. And, oh, and he goes, how much did you get? Like, oh, about $100 worth. He's like, oh, like, oh, we should still do it. I mean, we wish we could do it. He's like, oh. And I, I'm, I'm spinning that wheel in his head, <laughs> and it gets better. And he goes, I'm going to come find you, and we're going to do it. And we did it, and it wasn't a lot of fireworks because $100 doesn't really get you a lot. Unless you make your own, but that's, a, that's neither here nor there. But the next year, <coughs> more people put in. But we didn't tell anybody we were doing it. So just randomly, sometime after the sun went down on Saturday night, Explosions started happening. And then the next year, I get a phone call from Steve. Steve is now like, hey, so you know, my friend Kevin is going to come with you. 
He's going to bring his own mortar, and he's going to be blowing these things off with you. Oh. Okay. And then the next year, Steve's like, I brought something of my own, which is a three-quarter inch, uh, three uh, is a three-inch three freaking mortar shot with mortars. And he goes, with his professional-grade freaking uh, wicks and a two-and-a-half-inch. So and the, the wicks burn at three three feet a second. I want it. Oh, you want it. We had to bury it. Oh. And he goes, I need you to see what three feet a second is like. And he hits it, and everyone's like, oh. So we're, now we're just, now it's getting bigger and bigger. And then this year, we had another set of, like, more people putting in where we're, we're organized. Like, we have literally, like, bird in the background, army crawling to mortars to, like, drop them in, to, like, hit them, and army crawling back. And, and it gets bigger and bigger. And every year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And every year something goes wrong every single time. No one's died. It's probably the greatest highlight of that night for us. Because something key. always nobody has nobody died, died, so is it really a so problem? So I'm learning what the list is now. You have to explain the list of each year now. Okay, so every year, so something goes wrong. Like the first year, uh, every year something falls over. Yes, right. That's and pretty natural. Natural as hell, or something explodes right on the ground, and we're all within death range. Uh, what could happen? So the first year it fell over, like we watched it fall forward. Now we're a we are on a football field, so we're a hundred yards away. My soon to be wife and my kid are downfield. Oh shit! It fires, fires right at them, explodes, doesn't get near them. We're like everyone's just watching that shot. We're like, oh thank god! And, but then we all decided to look down at the box and realize it's now pointing at us. <laughs> Because when it shoots, it, it pops and moves. Right. So it fired. It went uh, six inches over my shoulder and was dead at him and our friend Kong. So they're diving. I don't move. And they go, how you doing? What? And it'd be about at least a good foot away from my face. I couldn't hear shit. He just dove. They dove. Next year, it just it, it's more of the same. But it gets to two years ago where... You know, Steve told them not to camp there because what we were going to do is potentially dangerous. Yes. So one of the explosions explode open and we have a flare. So we're not doing anything. He looks down and goes, I see the wick. And he sees the where the what the what the ones that aren't exploding at. And he looks over at there, looks down, looks at where they're sitting again, looks down, looks up at them again. And goes, eh, I told them not to camp there. And he hits it, and it fires literally just a whole bunch of just projectiles into the tree above their tents. <laughs> oh, no. And then they come running out, and they're now applauding the whole time. And Listen, we're like, when the guys tell you, don't, don't be there, there, here's why, and you decide. No, ah. he didn't tell them why. He just told them not to do it. <laughs> this year, it just got so big that we almost didn't have a place to do this. But we finally carved our AmpGuard guys took all. That's where I love AmpGuard guys. They took down. They heard what we were doing. They took down all their shit. And moved out of our way. And then a box fell over. <laughs> During the explosion. You weren't there for this one. Again. Again. These are just like, we, we, we have to buy from a certain store. We, we are, we are, we are, we are told if we buy stuff, we have to buy from Grandma's Fireworks in Indiana, which is right over the train tracks, which is owned by his grandparents. His grandma's run it. Yeah. So we go from there. Right. And we, we get to be the test dummies on what works and what doesn't. And one fell over. And we are a lot closer to the people this year. And one went up and over a tent that was maybe 20 yards away. And we're like, you see people running back to the tent. And we're like, oh, shit. And, like, it didn't catch on fire. But the best part was we had a World War One reenactment going on with Bird, <laughs> who had nothing but a handful of mortars. 
And he's like army crawling his way. He's like out going out to the mortars. And they some start firing over where the mortars are at. And he's rolling back in. He gets behind a tree and looks down and goes, oh, I'm holding a whole bunch of mortars. So if I actually get hit, I'm going up one You're way or the to other. Die. Yes. Right. And it was just amazing. And I can't talk enough about that event. Uh, I love it. Please go to it. That is our. That is our. That's the. That is the. This year we sl- we smoked a twelve hour for twelve hours. <laughs> we smoked a thirteen or seventeen pound brisket. I brought my smoker in my backyard and we brought that it with us. That sounds amazing. I'm that, not yeah, if you like to eat, that is that I is a, you do, bring, but I have a diet that I have to keep up with. No, no, no. Not no, for that weekend. You don't. For Geek Out, you don't, there is no diet. No, it's no, all no. protein. Oh, well, it's, no, it's, the thing is this. If I don't keep up with this diet, I die. No. Oh. It's like one of the main things. But maybe about. you would die happy? I said the same thing about pizza once. But what about a mouthful of meat? Six months later, I found out the same answer. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll have to bring salads. No, oh, fuck that. Just don't put salt on the meat. No, that's no that ain't happening. That doesn't yeah. work. Um, but like one of my favorite things I do when I go. Well, well here's the thing. You bring your own food, we cook it. Yeah, that's fine by me. If he's not there, I cook it. I and bring half Frank... a cow. It's all good. I'll, I'll get. All right, that, so that's a done deal. But that's geek out. But uh, we'll keep keep follow us on everything. You'll find. Just love lasting music, drinking and grilling. That's all I do. That that's the whole that's fucking my weekend. Shit. That was like ten minutes of just geek out. Um, yeah. And there's there's dancers, there's rave music, there's a whole bunch of different things at that event. There, you get to see Bruce with his shirt off a lot because it's I, I've just seen hot. Bruce with a shirt off. That's normal. It's hot. It's you hot get to there. see sweaty Bruce with his shirt off. That's normal still. Um, that's still very normal. Yeah, that's very normal. It's still things people don't want to see. But you uh, might get to see me with my shirt off. No next one year. still wants to see that. Nobody uh, wants. No to one see wants that. to see me with my pants off. But that happens way too often. So let's go. So ahead. Let's this go ahead. podcast oh. took a turn. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. That was Geek Out. Go see it, please. It's amazing. Uh, my daughter loves going to it. Everyone loves it. It's just a fucking great time. Uh, the next one was the surprise panel. That this came. this one really put a mark on our resume. YetiCon. That one was excellent. I did hear excellent. about that. Yes, it's, it's Canada. Um, Made CFF international officially. Yeah, but technically. Uh, we, crossed the, we crossed the border. We crossed the national border. It counts. It counts. And it was uh, a fantastic time. Don, go ahead. If you, your, your turn. And uh, you, know, you know what to leave out and not to leave out. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I will say the, the YetiCon crew, uh, major props to the staff at YetiCon. Super great about handling everything for us, uh, making sure that we got the space we needed making sure we were well taken care of. Awesome bunch. I mean, what they say about Canadians being hospitable and nice definitely came true when we were there. Absolutely. Except for the one gentleman that made a joke about don't apologize, otherwise people will think you're Canadian. Yep, that was great. Yeah, he said was by clearly a, from Quebec, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a crazy adventure on the way out there because we oh. drove... Because we had to drive because we needed to bring our equipment with us. There was no way TSA is letting us through with crates of foam swords. They would have a lot of questions, and they would poke us in places we didn't want to be poked to find out the answers. Yep. Leave the drive. Sounds about right. Leave the drive to me. Yeah. Because I can only explain that drive in, like, so many Well, I'll let you explain. I know what part about the drive you want to talk about, but let me explain the part before then. Go ahead. As we're getting, we are into Canada. We're, what, two hours into Canada. we got another hour drive left. We need to stop somewhere. We need some food and some coffee. 
Well, when you need food and coffee in Canada, where are you going to stop? You're stopping at a Timmy's, a Timmy Hortons. That was the exact first thought I had. Yep. As, so, as it should be. As is tradition, as shall it be, Dan. And, and as we are moving through Ontario, moving through the farm fields, we're not even on the highway. We are moving through country roads. And we're like, all right, here's a Tim Hortons. We got 20 minutes to get there. And we stop, walk in. We're like, all right, great. Beeline America just annexed that bathroom for about half an hour because we all had to go. And then we all get back in line. We're going to get some coffee, get some food. And Timmy's has more than just the donuts. They've got sandwiches. Their menu looks fantastic. And we get up to the front of the line and find out because it's 2 a.m. Or no, 12, 12 a.m. No, sorry. Was, uh, it was about 1130. Yeah. Late at night. <laughs> and they are out of bread. So they cannot make us a sandwich. We're all there thinking, all right, we're going to make a great sandwich. They got this, this fried chicken sandwich. looks amazing. And nope, they are out of bread, and they are out of chicken. So if you wanted food, it's a ham and cheese wrap or a BLT wrap. They no. had they had the donuts. They had the donuts. they had, they had well, some donuts. We we're trying not to get like a crap ton of sugar because we all wanted to sleep that night. Right. So we're able to get our coffee, and I gotta tell you that was a, that was a dynamite BLT wrap. Oh, it was. But you wouldn't find that. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's a thing for Canada, but you wouldn't find that in a U.S. based all nighter type of place that they're running out of food. But I gotta hand it to the staff. Really cool. They like, hey, we're sorry, we don't have this, but here's what we can do: grab ourselves some food, hit the road, and make our approach, the final drive, into Blue Mountain Resort in Ontario, outside of Toronto, and we hit Bruce. I'll let you oh take over God. here. Oh my God! Okay, I want to say something right now. I have been driving cons for like eight to nine years. It doesn't matter. I've driven from Illinois to Virginia. This was by far the scariest fucking drive I have ever done. How long was it? I'm curious. Eight and a half. Yes. Okay. I mean, if you don't, if you don't count the yeah, if you, uh, pure driving, it's eight and a half. No, no. But it's through the mountains with no lights. Right. Oh. oh. And I, I did something at, similar, but I'll let you finish. At points, I had to have him. D- I had at one point, I'm like, how high are we? Because at one point, we went down, and my ears popped. Yeah. And so like, like a lot of up and down. So for fun, so, I quick so download. Altitude. Oh yeah. yeah. So I quick download. A uh, altimeter app, and as I'm sitting there trying to get the signal, I say, "Hey, that's mm. crazy." Well, we had a you little. Had or- you had already gotten that. We got a little bit, but I checked it again just out of curiosity. Oh, yeah. like, we went up for a while. I'm like, "How high up in the mountains we, are we now?" Now we're going just dead straight, and he just goes, "I hear from the back, huh? Yeah, my phone lost service." Yeah, I'm I like, checked oh. again. I wanted to see where we were at. So I'm like, oh, see. I should check mine as well because I, I just want to make sure I have service for this directions. Right. I look at my phone. And all I see is this on the freaking directions. Now, remember, it's pitch blackout. Is <laughs> 90 degree left. And I am doing 45, I'm doing 55, 60 miles an hour in pitch black. I finally look up and I see the giant yellow sign. And I hit the brake, spin the thing. Everyone like drifts the corner because I there's three, two cars behind me with me that are following me. And you hear Don's go over the radio. Sorry about that. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. But if you look on the freaking map, there's actually a, a drive off for those yeah, who don't they, make the turn. If you miss it, there's a runoff. You can escape that and just drive straight into a dirt road. So but we look up and there's a 90 degree left about 150 feet in front of us while we are 
cooking down this. Oh, road. so you pretty much pulled a full bledged initial D. Oh, oh yeah. man, I I would like to say I, I needed. I think pants needed to have been changed by the end of that. That's part of my was, wife. By the way, my wife is in the front seat this whole time. Me and Don are blasting attention. music. We're just talking. We have radios. I my, I love my wife. I hate road trips with her because she's listening to audiobooks the whole time, and it's like no conversation for me. So as we go around the corner, it's funny because like if you look at the map, they just didn't want the road to go straight. So it just goes around and you pick up the road. What would be directly across from the road you were just on? But then you look down and you go forward and like, oh, where am I going? And the road starts to disappear. And then you look down and you realize the resort is ahead of you, but down. And I'm going to tell you how down (laughs) about 1500 feet. So my nuts just disappeared to my lungs. Oh, right. yeah. So I'm sitting at the thing and I'm looking down. I'm going, wait, I have to cover all this distance. And I feel like it's going to be the whole. Oh, God. We all hit the brakes and we were still doing 55 miles an hour. Hairpins the whole way down. Just, just jacking back and forth. Just brakes. And you could like, I'm like we're going to smell. Me and Don out loud. We're going to smell the brakes when we get there. This is going to be awful. We finally pull up to the resort after going the wrong direction. We stop. We all get out of the... We finally hit, like, plain land, and we stop. As we stop, my wife takes off her earpieces and goes, What's that smell? The brakes! <laughs> and then all of us get out of the car, and we're like, Oh, God. Like, all the drivers get out, and we're all like... We can all uncrunch. Yeah. Everyone hands. that was awake was very awake at that moment. All the drivers got out, let go of the steering wheel. They're like... You see them all stretching their fingertips. Like, they're just popping. We're like... Because yeah. remember... This is straight out of a Leslie Nielsen movie. There's no lights. So I'm doing all, and they're all following my tail lights. So I'm like, well, if I die, we all die. Right. Got it. Maybe, maybe Kevin's car in the back is okay, but maybe he hits the brakes in time. Who knows? I don't know what the maintenance he does on that vehicle. So like, we're just going down and we all have the brakes and you just like, just, it all just catches up. It was, it was, it was a smell and it was just, yeah. But we we cracked some beers that night just to calm down from that. Everyone just took a Xanax and just relaxed because it started raining while we we're trying to get on. Like, oh yeah, that was even uh, better. It was raining as we're coming no, down. No, that but, no. but it, it, ran, it started raining when we got to the bottom of the fucking hill. So like that's when it started raining. So like everyone stepped out of the car and just like, like the rain just coming down. We're like, oh thank God. But the fun part was that YetiCon had hooked us up with a two bedroom condo. Damn. For the weekend. Right? That's pretty nice. I'm saying. So we pulled up. We're like, oh. And the cool part is we fit everyone from CFF in there. <laughs> it was. We had eight people. Interesting. And we all covered it up. Like he took a couch. Ty took a couch. Yeah. Grant, Short guy gets the love seat. Grant Grant, Grant, Grant Grant brought his World War One cot. He was probably the most comfortable out of anyone in that living room. And then we had like two inflatable mattresses. And like, okay, this is. This is this is pretty good. I'm not even gonna lie. And it was it was and then so we left the con, and like I was just talking to them, and I'm like, "Go, oh, do you want us back?" And like they're like, "Oh man, you guys did such a good job." They pretty much confirmed us on the spot, hmm. and so I messaged them now because they're talking about panels and stuff. I'm like, "Hey, do you want us back?" And they go, oh, "We've already reserved your guys's room from Thursday to Friday. It's already taken care of. Just an assumption that you're gonna be there." And we're like, "All right, shit." All right, we're in. Yep. That was our first con for 2020 that was 100% confirmed, like, by voice. Like, we're like, oh, God, we're going back to Canada. Yeah. And the reason why this got really complicated, because the cogs and corsets, what I told you about, is June week one, week two. Week three is YetiCon. Uh, <laughs> but in between is Geek Out. Yep. 
But then I also have like two more events that are on that second week of June that I have to talk about when I get off like stream that CFF has been like talked to about. And I'm like, I can split the team. I can't split the team that much. No, <laughs> but like one of them is like, I need to split the yeah. team. But so let, let's but speak to on. Yeti. Let's speak to Yeti for but a go bit. on. I want you to have Yeti like because like that right there. I, I geeked out on geek out. Talk to these guys about why they need to go to yeah. Canada. So what I can Again. definitely say about YetiCon was not only was it incredibly well organized, but the venue is outstanding. Now, as far as convention halls go, it wasn't massive. All right, It's not like Amki where you've got a three-story massive convention hall. But it was well laid out. They had a lot going on. And then it was, it was very active. One of the biggest vendor halls i've seen at a convention 101 tables yeah but you but you weren't cramped at all yeah that's good that's really good it was like in a giant warehouse and everything was different too you got everything you expect at a convention vendor hall artist alley you got so you had the artists promoting their own work you had the custom crafts you had the people selling figurines it, it was everything you could possibly want to see in one single vendor hall all together as one. And on top of that, the resort that we were at, Blue Mountain Resort, was fantastic. They have a so many different options for staying. So you can have a traditional hotel. You can have the condos like what we had. You can have uh, the condos near the resort village. And the resort village, if you've seen our pictures on our page, that's... The, the heart of the resort village, a pond with, we've got restaurants on piers, on the pond, a um, bunch of great places to eat, places to grab a drink. It felt like its own little town, just being in the resort. Uh, Pepper Palace as well. Oh, Pepper, Pal- Pepper Palace is also like out here, by the way, too. Yeah. There's a pub, but also they, they, they partnered. Which is something I don't see. Right. They partnered with a uh, whiskey company. I'm going to grab the bottle really quick. Go grab it. Yeah. I'll keep talking. I'm, I'm going to point this out. This Whatever you that's gave me. That's not the same thing. Oh, yeah. So that was also from Canada. but uh, that, so That's something else that doesn't promote us. So. They, did, they did have good cross-promotion with the resort itself. And, and like Geek Out for me, I got to miss this one. Thank you, work. Love <laughs> you so much. Geek Out, you lost because your brother. So uh, the Blue Mountain Resort... For, for members of the convention, they had different activities going on that you can get access to with a convention badge. They have a roller coaster that goes through. So this is a, I'm going to back up a That's second. That's for you. This is also a ski resort in the winter. I do like roller coasters. I yeah. do like snowboarding. The roller coaster so, was, I'm, I'm, I'm 280, and I fit on the roller coaster. Yeah. I'm you know, nice. I also have acrophobia, so I avoid roller coasters like my life depended yeah. on it. But you think, it doesn't go high. Hmm. It's not it, high. It, it, it's, it, it, it's more of a... It's a and gentle it, roll through the ski gentle slopes. Gentle my ass. Gentle my ass. Well, you got a little control over it. Yeah, you have tr- control over the between brakes. Between that and a zip line, oh, okay. uh, if, if you're so... Ing- I, it doesn't sound like you'd be a zip line type of guy. Hell I don't know no. over here uh, um, how you feel. How much uh, do you weigh? This is starting to sound like a Me Kalahari right resort yeah. by, in, by Canada. Yeah. Are, we yeah. two, are we 274? Jesus. I've been working out literally every day. Yeah, it's all my muscle, damn it. It's all uh, that beard hair that just adds a ton of weight. Yeah, but Yumi still don't fit the requirements to be able to go on the fucking zip line. Anyways. Fair enough. Yeah. But, but I have it, the it, bottle here. Yeah. They, so we have this lovely bottle of, uh, of Collingwood. It's the Collingwood distillery that's up there in Canada. And they 
partnered with him. So the deal was Yeti Khan paid for a glass etcher. So what you could do is there you go up to him, you paid $10, you bought the bottle, you paid $10, and you can get whatever you wanted etched on it. It was, no, it was well, I think it was ten dollars. It was you bought the bottle and you got the free etching. My bad, you got the free etching. Canadian so, currency, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. So, I got for those who can see and can't see, YetiCon across the top, convention foam fighting etched across the bottom, on this bottle, and it is a. We, we, we don't we don't tap this bottle very often until we can get another one when we get to Canada because this is a, uh, this one's the double barrel Canadian whiskey. God damn. It's it's fantastic stuff, and and just going to buy liquor in Canada was an experience. Yeah, the whole trip was. Take a step. It, it was. Oh, oh give me. Well, it was like <laughs> got to do that. This is going to sound dumb, but like being in another country. It really, it genuinely, you wouldn't think oh, eight hour drive through very familiar looking terrain, and yet you get to some place that's incredibly oh, different really to exist in. You want to try some yet, Chris? And I, have you tried some? While, while they're continuing, I want to give a, a good shout out uh, to the convention, the convention organizers for the tavern experience that they put together late at night. So instead of the rave, if you wanted something a little more low key, a little friendlier, you could walk down the hall a little bit and go to the tavern. And that's where they had late night board games set up. They were organizing some games. Hey, if you want to play, just shout out. Someone will sit down and play with you. Long tables set up, bar bartenders set up. And indoor axe throwing, which oh, we heard favorite. about, and we thought, well, this can't be real. And it was plastic with, like, pegboard type of thing. Amazingly fun. Just have, you, st- have you ever heard of Thunderbolt? Thunderbolt? Thunderbolt. It's an axe throwing uh, arcade. They, we, we have, like, a bunch of different axe throwing around here. But yeah. axe throwing became the new niche, so yeah. it's okay. So that, that was, we, we looked at it, and we're like, this is a little weird, right? Plastic axes, but no, ton of fun. A lot of socializing. We got involved in uh, some sea shanties with one of the tables that were in there. So, again, super social event. I will say the fun, one of the funnest things that's ever happened while we were there was there was a LARP group that was there. Yep. And we worked with a LARP group. Like I say, whenever CFF is somewhere, we, we work with whatever's around us because we, we have a bigger outreach than most, most groups do when it comes to the local population because random stranger number one you could be dressed like either one of you guys or myself with like anime and video games or you can be dressed like don and you can still come in there and have a good time but the larp groups they have a harder time trying to get that audience because they're dressed in medieval garb and it becomes off like nerdy i'm like no this is what we're doing and they're like oh my god this is so much fun i'm like yeah and they do it all the fucking time so i was there and looked at the larp group i'm like they had a game going on at midnight and i walked up to their biggest dude looked at me i'm like hey man announce your shit and he looks at me i'm like dude you make an announcement i was like i can do what i'm like fucking yell out what you're doing now and he goes we have a larp event at midnight i'm like there we go balls drop right there on the field that's what happened and and we got a chance to participate well i was saying before we did that we went out we went out and got some food we went out walking around the town we took some photos go back through the cff on our convention phone fighting page and look at our photos you'll see how amazing that we got to get eyes on that mountain we drove down oh yeah that was that, fun to see in the morning. We're like, oh, that's what we came down. But CFF was really fun because we also threw I threw a party on Saturday for everybody. Come out. I'm cooking on the grill. Made everyone food. We took shots. Everyone had a good time. Then I'm like, disperse. Go to-. Everyone else went out and did their thing. And me and my, we went out walking with everybody. And what was funny is we ran into a LARP group in the middle of the town. Like, saying, this is a fucking village. Hmm. And we ran to them. And, and Grant, we started talking. Like Grant was in his garb. And he took the guy's sword. And they started playing. 
and they started fighting in the middle of the fucking street, which is just the walkway. They had a good room. They're duking it out, and people are now like they, some people have the hotels. Yeah, that not are, even uh, convention people. Some conventions, some not. Some people they had like the freaking like the the, the, the they had two stories up top, and they're watching now. Like me, I'm me and Don are like looking around like. I'm like, do you see these people up here watching? And as soon as they finished, they stopped, they shook hands. You heard applause up nice. and down yeah, it, the whole it place. It drew a crowd. And then that's how we got a crowd for the next night. Uh, for nice. when we fought. Yeah. Um, but like, but you guys, but while that happened, they all went to the thing. We held, you couldn't, the, the thing with the tavern is you had to buy the alcohol while you were there. And we had a bag full of booze with us because we're walking yeah. and drinking. I'm like, I'll take the thing back to the room. As soon as we got back to the room, everyone kept, no one saw me and my wife the rest of the night. We found a hot tub literally right around the corner and that nobody was in. And we just sat there like with a clear shot of the moon over the mountains. We're like, oh. yeah, these guys can do whatever the hell they yeah. want. The scenery out there was outstanding. The pictures that we took, uh, especially watching, we had some fog roll in, some clouds roll in down the side of the mountains, like into where we were standing. Just absolutely beautiful place to be. Uh, I cannot wait to go back there next year. Uh, One of the most enjoyable cons I went to this year as far as a unique experience. Now, we've been at some great conventions this year that have put on a great show, allowed us to put on our own program as a great show but but yeti yeti was a is an experience that that none of the other ones can really compete with because hey different country crossing a border i mean the border crossing itself was trying to was fun trying to explain uh Hey, what are those crates in the back of the van? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the fun part. Going across into Canada was so much fun because, like, I I, I went so the 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 mark the pecking order was me the van, not a bad whiskey. Come on, and so it was me the van, and then uh the, then it was Kevin's car. Yep. So like I went through the the thing first, handed all the passports. They were smart. Kevin's car was smart enough to go. The van went in behind me. Kevin went the other direction. So I pulled up to the thing, hit the freaking lights. I hit my hazard lights as I got through, opened the door, and just watched the show. <laughs> because oh, they, no. <laughs> we went through like we went through in like a minute and thirty seconds. Because they were like it was three white people going up to Canada. They're we're either from here or not, and we're not doing anything stupid. <gasps> but they're in this van with a bunch of crates, and they're like, uh, what? And that's where shit got funny. <laughs> Yeah. And we're just like, oh, God, this is taking forever. Yeah, nothing bad. Nothing bad. It was just, just taking for them to explain what was in the A place. lot of side-eye and... Hmm? The way back was entertaining because we caught a lady who was... Try- Her shift was ending right then. And we could have been smuggling, like, pounds of marijuana. Oh, it didn't matter back. one bit. She was like, what do you got back there? Foam swords? Awesome. Get the hell into America. Yeah. My like, shift's oh. over. Go. <laughs> She's like, I'm, she's like, listen, I could go through, I have to go through all your shit, but my shift's over, so you're done. I'm like, wow, we could have smuggled anything yeah. from America. The traffic line to get to the border crossing was longer than we spent at the border crossing itself to get back into the states. Right. But we talk about cons a lot, and and with the con itself, we we want to say that this is uh, it, this from I go to con, I've been going to cons for years. Same. This is something yep. that it, this is a whole nother experience than you haven't done before. Just the people is just absolutely amazing because you're and the a, potato chips. You're in a nerd <laughs> oh, crisp. Don't, you're in don't a nerd town. It's not like a nerd venue. You're in a nerd 
Yeah. Town. 90% of the people walking around that resort village are there for the convention. Exactly. My what was it my favorite thing is I walked into Walmart. So you can't buy alcohol at Walmart. I didn't think that through. There is a beer union. Uh, and there's a place called The Beer Store. And I thought that was just a joke. But no, it's called The Beer Store. So I'm looking for somewhere to buy alcohol, at least beer for the night. And Good old LCBO. And we walk in, and uh, uh, I think it was me and you who walked off while everyone else went and bought the food. And I walk up to this old guy in the whole... It was you and Jason. It was me and Jason. That was it. And they're like the whole like Walmart staff is like staffing. They, they worked as a team. It wasn't one dude like trying to stock something. It was... The, they, they, they cut off the aisle for like three minutes. The whole team like gathered around that one aisle, and they just stocked everything. And I walk up to this old guy, and I'm like... Hey, man, wow, you guys are like, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. He goes, damn right. And I'm like, got a question for you, though. Work, you got a liquor section over here? And he goes, uh, no, we're not big enough to uh, sell liquor. And my exact words out loud that got everyone to stop and turn was, you're fucking Walmart. How fucking big do you need to be around here? <laughs> and everyone stopped and turned. And I was like, American, sorry. <laughs> like, it was like that dumb move. I'm like, oops. Like, I didn't know. I was like, no, you got to go to these certain places. And I'm like, okay, we go to the LCDBQ. I think it's like, it's literally all letters. And LCBO, not the LCDBQAIP plus. Yeah, it was, it was fucked up. But like going in there, like Blue Moon wasn't Blue Moon. It was Belgian Moon. Same oh, wow. same graphics. Same everything. It was just Belgian Moon. Yeah. That confuses my brain. But it all confused right. the fuck out of me. Too. And they nothing larger than a six pack, pack of beer. They they don't sell, they don't sell a lot of big things there so you keep yourself so but we got like we got now that's this, an Ontario thing right yeah, it is you true. can you that can is. buy as they say in Canada a two four which is a twenty four pack you can buy that in other provinces and maybe in other stores but at the LCBO in Ontario you want a six pack that's it I got that's this it. we got this get. bare face was funny I was like I got this bare face that you had for, that you're having right now yeah I got this bare face and it was just a joke like I went up there and I'm like. Bird wants a thing of whiskey, and I'm like, let me get the bare face. And I just picked it up because I thought it was a cool bottle, and he enjoys cool bottles. Hmm. And and uh, we took a drink, and we're like, that was uh, really fucking good. Yeah. I, I wish I would have bought more bottles. And then we ended up finding out there was no distributor out here like two months ago. And then we found out there was a distributor here like last week. And I ordered like two bottles. So Okay, I actually have a story about that. So you have your, like, this stuff is really good. Like, ridiculously good mm -hmm. but when i was back in my first couple of years of college i ran into potentially the best rum i've ever had in my life it's called I think this is a whiskey but yeah well, well that's why I'm it's, it's gears. liquor yeah it's called lady blackheart and they do not sell it anywhere in illinois i've checked i've tried my hardest i can't find anything they only sell it in the south which pisses me off well, how far south very far south very okay so, so, like, the dirty south. <laughs> okay. Like, where I was pretty much born and raised, dirty south. Gotcha. So. That means nothing to us. I know. Yeah. So, this one little liquor store in the middle of bumfuck Egypt land sells Blackheart, and I bought shit tons of ladles of this stuff because it was too good to be true. Sip this. Oh, right. Sip it. You're just going to keep giving me liquor, aren't you? Yes. That's he's not saying no. Because he's tired of the story. No. Fair enough. Oh. That's vanilla. There it is. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> so every chance I get, I stock up on Blackheart. And one year, just out of the blue, someone at a convention is like, hey, 
here and just randomly gives me a little black card. I've never met this person in my life. I never met them again. I don't remember their name. They just randomly gave me a little black card and I cried in the middle of a random fucking panel. And they never like, saw that bottle again. No, they did not because I carried it with me everywhere. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Gotta love so, those friends for a night. So that was YetiCon. Now I'm telling you both, you guys, the conventional podcast, get your guys the butts up there. You guys could probably run a panel talking about podcast. No. I will, uh, if you want to get a passport. Done. You still don't? I don't have one. I've never. If, if you you're think you're gonna go. my illegal one, shit. I'll, I'll say this right now. If you guys, CFF if you, or Comic Con does not condone the illegal border crossing of any what I do. But hold on, uh, if you guys honestly do, if you guys do want to do a podcast, like think I'm talking about podcasting. Comic clowns will be more, we'll, we'll almost oh, I'll already oh, be there. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. so I'll be more than happy to like Should, jump yeah. onto your thing and like the, the, you two alone. Like, hey, we've been doing this for like four years, and uh, we'll be more than happy to roll with you guys. You uh, know we're down, down to tag team with you guys. I'll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if, you, if you think um, you might want to go, get the passport now. Even if you honest, don't, it's good, don't end up going. It's good for ten yeah. years. I know. I you I know. have other plans. I'm I'm perusing. So I'm, I Seriously, just need to, I need to update mine in like three years. Come on now. Then again, I've worked out of the country. You so know what I'm currently no. busy with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, we all know what he's currently busy with. Uh, Sounds personal. That's we'll let him, we'll let him work those <laughs> work those details don't, out don't himself. Don't bring up something that you're not going to be willing to talk about. Oh, no. well, I can. It happened on the way to Ramakan. Shoot, uh oh. So my car got destroyed. <laughs> so I'm in the process of getting a new car and all the fun insurance. It was not my fault for once. So Ramakan <laughs> is uh, two cons away. So yeah, we'll we get there. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But but yeah, that was like my most interesting ride to a convention ever was getting into an accident on the way yeah. to the convention. to my house of all things. Yeah, I, so, I was picking but, him up. But first, but first, next one up there on that list, something entirely different. Back to the U.S. title now. <laughs> now, now, now. Now we're back in the U.S. Yeah, then we make it back from the U.S. and the trip back was uneventful. Yeah, no, that was just us uh, driving. Yeah, that was just us driving. Aside from that nice lady at right. the, the border, right? Uh, and the all dressed chips that. Someone decided to buy out all of the stock from that gas station. Right. I won't name names, but Jason. you know who you are. Jason. Uh, I'll name the fuck. I'll, I'll dime drop anybody. I don't give a yeah. shit. Now, to be fair, he did manage to share some of them with me afterwards, so I'm okay. He didn't give me shit, cockhead. Give me fucking all dress chips and ketchup chips. Dude, but um, good right I will go ahead now and move on to the one you guys were talking before, which is Doki Dokan. Uh, Con, we were put uh, Con as a whole the first year we went there was at one hotel and it was fun you weren't you weren't part of us yet um, it was a fun time uh, it, it felt felt fresh it felt something new you know yep. the people were fun and I, enjoyable. I got was drunk uh, and I had a good time surprise, with surprise uh, surprise yeah it was actually because uh, I was trying to do karaoke I remember that. That's an actual surprise. And I did do karaoke. He so I was getting out, but I was so mad. Nope. Uh, place from my head. Yeah. Uh, Even better. But I was so mad at the time because the karaoke was not ran, I believe, at that event properly. Um, and the people know who they are. And it got to a point where they wanted to replace the karaoke person like immediately. And I'm Damn. like, I, it, I I put in a song. It took me like, a couple hours to get to my thing. Um, it kind of pissed me off. Um, so that kind of ruined like that first weekend. But what they did was really fun was they gave you all different colored bands and that's your team. Like you get your, get your, you get your badge and then you put a sticker on it and that's the team you represent. So you got green, you got purple, you got blue 
and they had a running tally the entire weekend of how many events you went to. And we gave out points. They made our event part of the points. So we had teams fighting each other out back if you wanted to show up to see who would win. And then if your team wins, you have a chance to win a free badge for the next year. It was so, something really fun. Yeah, fun meta game for the con. Something to, to force people who otherwise wouldn't see some of the panelists, some of the events happening, to walk around and really experience the convention. It's a great idea. So, so Mortal Kombat Doki Doki Edition. Yeah. So the next one was at the Radisson, and uh, that one we were inside. We had a great time. Cops even came by and stopped and watched. Like they didn't get involved. They're like, wait, what the hell's going on here? They saw like this is awesome, and I'm like, right? It's police brutality if you join in, though. Uh, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, so I mean, I got the Rodney King hair. So. Yeah, in, in so, this day and age. So the next year, we were put outside because the Radisson didn't want us inside, and it was uh, the cool thing about that place is it's surrounded by a lot of good like local areas, uh, like the Beercade and like a really final place called Final Gravity Brewing. So that's beer a exchange. Beer exchange is also amazing, and it was pretty fucking cool. But we were outside, so that wasn't exactly fun. Bird got heat stroke. Um, it was a, it was a pretty hard night, a to, hard day. To back up for those that don't know where that event takes place, it's in Kalamazoo, Zoo, Michigan. Michigan. Uh, and then, uh, but one thing they did that really struck my attention before I went to bed, I walked into one room and they were playing. Two people were playing chess. They're very good at chess. But the cool part was, is their moves were putting onto a board, and then people were in cosplay. And they had to move. Oh, cosplay chess. chess! No, no, cosplay wow. combat chess is something completely different. Cosplay combat chess ends with an actual like you. They, if that's wrestling, they know who's going to win already, and they have to do like six hours. What? Yeah, they do. Uh, so they have to. Uh, they have. They, they sit like before the panel and like just like the, the the for the beginning it's okay, but the ending is a whole thing because it becomes a big extravaganza at the end. This was something to this wasn't they weren't part of it. They were just two random people that know how to play chess and they thought the panel was a good idea. Hmm. And then hmm. the people would just walk up and they would just take part in the pieces. Cosmic Combat Chess is an AM in Milwaukee and that's a whole oh, no, 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 that's not what I was talking about. Because I haven't oh. been to M Key, so I I I, 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 I I was just talking about cosplay chess. Oh, I was the, anytime when someone talks about it, I know no. it's cosplay combat chess. This no, is cosplay no. chess. That's something yeah. really different. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cosplay <laughs> combat chess is like a huge like, okay guys. This will be like the first move, and then you can do your move, and that's how you kill them, and that's a whole different ball yeah, game. No, I, I and that one, that they wanted us involved on that one, and we're like, no. Someone said they wanted us CFF involved, and we're like, meh. Uh, they approach us, and then no one approached us. So I'm like, meh, okay. But that was that was probably one of the coolest things I saw. Then they had the, the uh, was it the VR Beats? Oh, dude, that sounds awesome. So my daughter had such a good time playing that because she just like hung out in the freaking arcade room and just fought because she just did video games. The, the Beat Saber game, right? Beat Saber, that yeah. was it. Thank yeah. you. I uh, couldn't think of the name. And so she had a good time there. It, it, it's a very good... This year, they're moving. They're going to gather acid. Now, if we're talking about hotel gyms, that wins. That 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 might be the nail in the coffin for us to finally go to Doki Do because... You know, here's the thing. It moves, though. It moves, it's moving from the Radisson, so it's moving to something up north that's cheaper. But they, they, it has more room for things. But the Radisson gym there. Ooh, that's fantastic. I'm talking about leg press machines, a free sitting, free, free sitting bench machine. Like you like actual an, actual, an actual bench bench machine with like 45 pound plates you can start shoving on there. Like it was you walked into like not a Planet Fitness, those suck. Like an, right. LA, an LA Fitness. 
Like you walked into an actual like fitness gym and like what did we go up on that leg press like six fifty you and I yeah well yes I stopped because everyone else bowed out and I right. was bored <laughs> I was right there with you <laughs> nah. Chris what's our what's our what's our <laughs> like eight eight ten eight twenty yeah we <laughs> I bowed out because no one else everyone else right. lost interest <laughs> and in addition to the gym but in the pool a fantastic pool with a waterfall ooh. Those are always that nice. This year. That nice. A nice hot tub and a sauna. I don't think you made now, to the rat. If I can get a decent sauna, I'll be the happiest man alive. It or was an before. okay sauna. Not my favorite sauna, but it was an okay sauna. Fair enough. This is the same Radisson that we went to. Unless you came more No, out my with favorite me then. sauna has to be at Kitsune. I don't know why, but it's just a really nah, good sauna. Yeah. Hey, a good a good sauna yeah, maybe. can really yeah, relax you after even the first time. Uh, but I mean, uh, that's a good one. Has heart. Yeah, their, their panels were fun. I, I managed to get uh, get a chance to go sit in a couple panels that they had going on. Went and sat down uh, for the drag show. Ton of fun. Your wife got up on stage and danced. I heard about it. Yep, that was a lot of fun. And then I sat di- down. I, I was dying. Uh, another another great panel. Yeah, dying or dying, dying? I was just tired. They, yeah. they see Fair what enough. they what they really had was some good eighteen plus panels, which. Our fun is to sit down. It's a very casual environment. Uh, we sat down in the misadventures and role playing panel, ah. telling stories about different, you know, D and D style games and weird things that have happened, weird things that players try and do, and just funny stories in general. Uh, it's my first introduction to a story about Old Man Henderson from uh, Tales of Cthulhu, which uh, was amazing to hear about. Got a chance to share some of my own stories. Very, very fun to be, you know, sometimes with CFF, we go and we're putting on our own show and we forget that, hey, there's other stuff going on. We get a chance to go see those panels. Our times worked out well that I got a chance to be a part of that. Uh, and as a admittedly first year con goer. Uh, but uh, he only joined CFF Ramen Con last year. Ramen Con so last year. Oh. So this year of cons you're getting to hear is that he went to are literally his first shit. first happy time going to cons. Right? Yeah. yeah happy so I hit, I hit my first year just a couple weeks ago. But uh, yeah, that I I enjoyed my time there. the The hotel was outstanding. Um, the the area that we were in Kalamazoo, great town. A lot of stuff going on that same weekend. A blues fest that we got to listen in on for a little bit. Um, but overall, nicely done convention. I like the idea of the different teams for people coming in, a way to get involved and to encourage people to go see more of a convention than they normally would. Very, very, very well run convention, I think. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that, that's going to be a good one to go to. Absolutely. And this was towards the end of July, right? If I yeah. remember right. Yeah, July, 4th of July. It fits. Oh, no, it was 4th of July this year? Yep. Uh, this year was July 12th to the 14th. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds right. Because cause I was It going... should be right. <laughs> my schedule's on my screen. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I can't see your schedule so great from here. I'm not going to lie to you. You're fine. Because I was planning to go to this one because I think my Hot Pepper panel group got invited to go. Yes, I heard panel. about that. I heard about well, that. Well, I couldn't go because the week before I went to Anime yeah. Expo, so I didn't have the time to go off of work. Yeah. Anime so Expo, if you're hearing this, this, we want to be in. Uh. And, <laughs> and if you're a fan of aviation, so Kalamazoo has the Air Zoo right outside of town. That's, Great that's actually another reason why I've been bent on going. Yeah, so. I, me and a friend stopped there on the way out of town, and it was a fantastic little adventure before hitting the road. 
so overall, a lot to do with the convention, a lot to do around the convention and nearby. Definite checkout if you're if you're able to make it. All right. So after that was because this just keeps fucking rolling. I told you I went to a lot of shit this year. That's why. Yeah. Oh yeah. The first like hour and a half is just going to be rolling down conventions I went to this year. And then we'll be like, I have questions about cons for you guys. Just oh, I'm look. sure, and I got plenty of stories ready for you. <laughs> I have Perfect. lived at cons. I too mean, long. we've been both been doing cons for ten plus years. We are ready to go. Ninety nine, baby. Uh, That's all I gotta say. So, <laughs> uh, remember, we don't acknowledge those until it's a subscriber or money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound. That's that's why we do this on Twitter. Right. So, and everyone, ah. everyone that's listening to this, heard, everyone listening to the podcast heard that noise. Yeah. They're, gotcha. all, they're all confused because they can follow us on twitch.tv slash comic clowns if they really want to know what that noise was. And then follow us on a free Amazon Prime uh, subscription as well that we would love. Um, yep. Use your Twitch. I mean, your Amazon Prime. To, to Twitch Prime because they own it now. Yeah, uh, exactly. So the next one was Anime Magic, a first year con out yeah. of Schaumburg, Illinois. Now, this is where... Uh, you both went to, and I would like you guys to go ahead and because like I say, CFF was fighting. Right. Again, Ooh. I didn't stay there. I drove back and forth because I didn't have the money for the hotel room at the time and things I like that. I am happy to actually rehash. Yeah, we're Please, very guys, happy to talk ahead. about this. Because, so oh, I'm going to go ahead and say, y'all go ahead and. You take it away. You've listened to us jibber jabber forever. <laughs> we've we've well, only so taken on, on. most hey, of it. One of you show. take Anime Magic, and the next one take Ramen Con, which is right um, You should probably take Anime Magic because I have the longer story for Ramen Con. I've been drinking enough. I can okay, remember half of it. All right, perfect. Okay. Okay. So, Anime Magic, I'll say this now and I'll say this forever. Surprise the living shit out of me. Well, Be keep in mind, this was our first event doing press, too, because we started to do press for conventions too so we're doing reviews in the like now we do the same thing yeah yep and it's one of those things where it's like hey we just i want to say we started in what april yeah march we started in march. march 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 so we've been going to conventions since forever and a half but this is the first time we actually became official and enemy magic opened us like pretty much welcomed us with open arms that was step one that was so grateful but i will say this one thing so everyone knows it's not ran by some schmuck that wants to make money right no it's the not. people who run it are veterans v, v is for villains yeah so yeah, I, I, I won't, I won't tell you hold who. up hold up time out you said v is for villains is running this shit oh yeah Fuck! I love their music. the entire yeah. the entire upper echelon is that band. I did not know that, yep. and and not a lot of people did. And now people listen to my cast, but they will know now if they listen to get this far. Both of them listening right now, uh, exactly. dude. Seriously, there's more than that. That's the best part about it. Uh, <laughs> but like, but they, they run it, and they know what people like, and they are some of the nicest people ever. I've they gone are. to their concerts and. Like I was dating this one girl that had epilepsy, and they actually turned down the sound effect. Like they moved the light effects for that shit specifically because she was having issues. I'm like, y'all are the best fucking. They're, they're I've some ever of the seen. nicest people I've ever met, yeah. and um, very great about accommodating us too for our space. But we won't need to worry about that because it, okay. Long quick story short, uh, there was a leak by gaming. Gaming moved into a hallway. We took their space. Fair it enough. was amazing. <laughs> So go on, tell us about Anime Magic. That, tell me about the experience that I got to miss because I didn't stay the weekend, that I've already okay. reserved my hotel room because the hotel block is open now. All right, fair enough. Okay, so let's actually break down this thing piece by piece. First things first, the panels were perfect in my eyes. 
they actually chose specific panels that were not cliche step one they every single panel was very unique oh and, you don't think we're cliche i can't <laughs> think you guys are cliche seriously you love me to hit people with foam things that's enough for me right you basically unique put experience. him in his happy place and right. when he's in his happy place he ain't gonna complain <laughs> right you allow me to do cardio that's perfect in my book there we go so their panels were perfect their staff was very well selected and that's something that i actually hold near and dear because working conventions for so long that i kind of like a good well-rounded staff oh it's it's really the key to a well-run convention is that the staff can make sure things keep moving right now their music performances eh, i was a little what uh, you, disappointed. what you don't know is during that most of that whole weekend the actual con head and con owner was in the hospital yeah, no, I heard about that, actually. Exactly. He was gone for most of that weekend. And I was very sad. I really wanted to talk to him, but... He was there was... on Sunday night, to talk, Sunday afternoon to talk to him, which I did. Yeah. But it was, it was John, was it, that, that helped us out? John, yep. Uh, John... The head of technology. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, the Yeah, that's guy. what we spoke with, too. John yes. Santiago. Very great about, about taking up the reins of that and making sure and things ran smooth. He was very lovely to talk to, seriously. Um, one of the big things that I personally loved about the convention, besides you guys, don't don't get me wrong. Oh. One of the things that I actually liked was how the registration handled things. And a lot of people don't know this, but registration is a make or break. If the registration experience is subpar to nothing, then the convention for the experience for a normal convention goer will be complete shit. They they had some hiccups on Friday that we were told about. But they handled that like fucking champions. And that enough is perfect for me. Now, throughout the entire con, I was flabbergasted because all the stuff that they were doing. It, it's a first-year con. You expect first-year mistakes. Sure. I didn't see any first-year mistakes. And that scared the shit out of me because I'm just like, what the flying fuck? Is this a third-year con and no one's telling me? What the fuck is this shit? How long have they been doing cons for? Come on. Exactly. No, the staff... Now the it makes ep- sense, right? Yeah. yeah. The entire higher echelon has been doing staff has been doing staffing as long as I've been doing conventions. So it's like, yeah, you guys know what the fuck to expect. You guys know what like first-year errors to dodge and avoid. You guys are doing fourth and fifth year errors that are quick fixes that is a miracle in my eyes that is some shit that you never see so every time i think about anime magic every time we talk about anime magic i almost tear up because it's like this is a beautiful thing it was the perfect replacement for anime apocalypse amen to that and the they had same a venue. Pick. And they had it a ball. That was the biggest joke did. of all time. Yeah. That was just, just a different time of year, but yeah, same, same, same venue. local venue, same different. Local, yep, because Anime Magic was to, a, yeah, Anime Ma- a Apocalypse was January. Yeah, and then they did yeah. they this one did it in uh, August. In August, yeah, August sixteenth, eighteenth. And a good Find venue. Them. They're selling too. venues. Oh yeah, Apocalypse moved from what Rockford to. Uh, Schaumburg is what they did because I remember going to the location back, which actually killed it. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. We can talk about what kills cons at any time. If you ever want me to come oh. on your thing, I'll tell you what kills cons. <laughs> that no, that was the topic that we were actually debating. Yeah, because yeah, there are a lot of con killers, unfortunately. Let's t- we'll we'll talk about reactor one of these days. <laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> Woo, that's a good one. But yeah, no. Um, anime magic. They had a. Oh yeah. Oh shit! Sorry, dude. I busted my shoulder, so it's like I. I thought it was me. That my elbow's been fucked. Wrist, arm, shoulder, knee, knee, back. Yeah. Ah, I'm it's, it's the air in this house. Yeah. But the, hair, the vape. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the things that we were actually excited to see was tabletop. Tabletop didn't exist at Anime Magic, but they made up for it in spades with their ta- with their video videography room or the, the video game room. You video made? game room. Thank Cause, you. Because like I like the arcade selective games. That I they play have. Uh, IPG, which is in the hallway. So I love IPG. Yeah. A group that we're that CFF is actually trying is going to be like we we've been talking to and trying to work with. So like big things like C two E two where they have like an extra space. They take things down. They put us in. We can do one v ones. Get our name out there. We go to events. We talk to them. We try to get them in there. That's pretty much like they, they're, they're awesome people. Like Kevin, who runs it. Kevin, I can't remember his last name. Fair. It's the Beats, right? Yes, the Beats. Akuma Beats. Yeah. Thought Funny thing Kevin about Fair, him. But... Actually, yeah. before we started the show, long before um, the conventional podcast actually started, we were doing another podcast called The Forge. And we did a live interview with Kevin way back in the day, and I would love to have him back on for this show specifically. I, I, I'll, I'll message him and I'll try to get him, and we'll do a huge like comic lounge slash video game podcast and things uh, like yeah. that. Fuck, I missed that guy. Ah, uh, future podcast. Write it down, right. Don. Yep. Yep. Got it. Okay. There's an entire podcast of us going future podcast. <laughs> yep. Like by I'm accident. I'm sure that's a very oh very no. Common thing. We, even before we started this, we. What was it like? Seven hours? Yeah, we had like a seven to eight hour like planning meeting with literally just me and him on the phone. Me like, here's our list of topics. We I made up, pancakes. Yeah, we we came up with like four years and like our eight hour long meeting. We started doing like minutes for like certain topics. So which one of you guys great. is coming on for a horrible movie tournament? Oh, I'm down. Oh, okay, but oh, keep going with anime magic. Down the sh- practically down the street from me. So fuck I know. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep going with that later. Well, that's our next. Right. That's our next podcast. Okay, so we've covered um, staffing because they're fucking gods. Um, we've covered well, you guys, you don't count. Um, panels. <laughs> We're already gods. We know. Right. I'll, I'll give you a saint status. I won't give you godhood yet. You got. You got to work on that. Sorry, we'll like be there next 50 year. Fifty more gallons of liquor. We'll be you don't, you don't want us on God stats because your ass wouldn't be able to go to the cons we'd be going to. Fuck that! I'll find a way. <laughs> Shit, have you met me? I find my way at cons. But let's see. Um, what are we missing? Uh, oh, the artist alley. Yeah, I was say artist alley game room and like the cosplay guests and the. No, cosplay. we did the game room. We did the game room. That was my thing. No, which, no, I, which I'll jump in. Room. Which I'll jump mm-hmm. into with that with the whole like vendor hall and artist alley thing because Chris. Chris here is a artist alley vendor hall, so I'll hit the vendor hall. Hit Chris, hit Chris at the artist alley because this guy has more like, go for it, artist yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. The vendor hall was entertaining. The vendor portion of it was entertaining to me. They had just enough vendor stuff to not oversaturate the market, which which, you, which you'd run into at normal large events. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that's what that we talked the, about. That's exactly. And we then like Doki said. Doki does the same. Doki does kind of like the same thing. They have like one big event and like one big vendor, and then like. Everything else is small, crafty stuff. So, Chris, I want you to go ahead and tell me what you thought, because I'll say one thing: that wood, that wood burner guy that made like all that wood stuff, like at Yeti Con. Yeti Con still holds the fucking be- the best wood burner that I have ever found. Yeah, that yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, no, Yeti Con, that. That, they brought their wood etcher with them. So, if you wanted something custom, they were making it on scene for you. Now, which they are they... doing. They were doing fucking bottle openers. They were doing everything. Which had my favorite one, which I wanted to send to my mom, which was uh, I was Groot on a cutting board. <laughs> that, and my mom just looked at me and went, I want up. it. I'm like, God damn it. If you would have said this like two days earlier, I would have bought it for you. Now, here's the thing. Are they actually, okay, what is their usual setup? Because you know damn well I'm a, mm, excuse me, you know damn well I'm a wood burner aficionado. I fucking I do not burner. know that until now. Well, yeah. Well, there's it's wood burning and wood etching, so they have actual machines, so they don't have to do it by hand. So oh, they can get you like specific. Yeah. 
I think it so was like it one? was laser etching onto wood. Oh, yeah, that was okay, laser. Cool. So yeah. so like you you can get you don't get the handcrafted like version of it. You get the actual like because people will screw up like what, I, I'll say one thing at Geek Out. I'll give you an example. I had the glass etchers. Glass etchers at Geek Out are my best friends, and I always every year I have a little thing with them where I buy them a bottle of Jack Daniels, and they give me something that I want. Like I have a glass upstairs of uh, Gorehal and Doomhammer because I'm the war nice. chief. Like crossed, and it's and it's awesome, and the horde symbol on the outside. But if you follow the Gore Howl and Doomhammer thing, you can see when the Jack Daniels kicked in on some of the lines, <laughs> which is still my funnest thing that I've ever seen. Like it's the greatest thing I've seen. It's really fun to watch. But like these guys were like, you want a picture? Boom, hit, go. And so you you don't get like I'm a person of imperfections. I don't really need something to be perfect. If I can pick out the imperfections, it tells me that someone took their actual time to do it. But if I wanted to like like give my team something that was perfect. Like me and Don were talking about trying to give our team bottle openers, but they weren't really working on like trying to do like uh, like group deals on stuff we were yeah. going for. But it was really cool to see the stuff they had, like cutting boards. Not like it just it wasn't a slab of wood; it was an actual like cutting board that you'd go buy. Yeah. But like, so Chris, go ahead and hit us with the anime magic. You had one walkthrough. You had two walkthroughs. You walked through with me once really fast, and then you went through on yourself. Let me know what what you think of the artist alley because obviously the the artists that we had our boys uh, Sunny and Jess so uh, Rainbow Lion was there and uh, I think it was Zodiac Armory who does three uh, D printing and armor stuff he has a fan if you have not followed any other one of them they do fantastic work I think we're in their D well in Sunny and Jess's D and D group so I hope you guys are I don't know who you guys would play with so I'm not I'm not asking. They do like my my daughter has a pair of like like of ears rainbow like oh, the cat ears, ears that just makes yeah that they move and she wants a she wants a tail for Halloween so I'm like I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to hold them so I can get a tail but he made a Nero sword at Ramen Con that yep. was just out of this world from uh, Devil May Cry the latest mm-hmm. one it was it was amazing but uh so we 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 we, we get away from them what'd you think mm, I mean it was compact to begin with I felt it was really compact but. Aside from the, it being compact, it, it felt like it felt like walking into a corner store that you can relax in. Right. You know, it's like you walk in there, I'm like, all right, cool, not bad. You got, you had a lot of nice anime, different anime stuff, figmas, you know. The Sailor Moon pillows. Well, no, I didn't see those actually. I, I bought some. They're they're my bed. <laughs> okay. I will say some of the pillows. Uh, I, I, my daughter was looking at some, and this lady, as my daughter was looking at them, walked right up to us and went, "This shit is our art is stolen offline. Don't purchase anything." Damn. Right to me and my daughter. My daughter looked and went. Some. She was like, "Yeah, I'm good," and walked off because of that. Wow. And like this lady just walked up and just dimed out this other lady right in front of us, right in front of her, and just walked off. That's harsh. Damn. Right, but teacher, uh, teacher is still deviant art. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just when I walked through, uh, the guy who's doing the wood carving there had some really nice work. If I had the money at the time when I was there, I would have got myself one of the pieces, you know. I'm a huge fan of fairy tale, so I always like grabbing something for the fairy tale symbol on it. That! <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> yeah. You haven't looked around you yet, man. Oh, no, I've been, like, looking over here because I've been You don't I've been see full... the Sean Chamel 
and the Chris Sapp and the Eric Johnson and the Laura Blair and the Chris Razor and the Oh yeah, no, Chris I see Ra- that. Oh my god. No. Oh my god. My my one of my next big cosplays that I really want to do is from Fairy Tale, which Who? Um Gajil. Ah, there, there's a very weird reason I'll tell you off the podcast because <laughs> yeah, spread the word on the cast. <laughs> maybe, maybe give him some more of that bourbon, and he might. Uh... Hell no, <laughs> it involves my actual name. Fuck that shit. Go on. Th- that, that's okay. his deep, dark secret that only yeah, certain few may know. Hmm. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, respect, respect. All right, but, you know, I walked through there, and the, you know, the, the vendor stuff was pretty fun. They didn't have, the, I guess they didn't have the food deal, so they didn't have another, you know, the full food snacks. And you walk around the, then you hit that little corner where you start seeing less vendor stuff and more artist work, which was, the artist work was a lot of, you could tell it was a lot of hand work. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was, like, hand-drawn or, like, through, like through your own personal art style. And aside from the whole stolen artwork, if you actually notice it from other people. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was actually pretty good work. I, like, you could tell these people put effort into their stuff, and that's what I respect. I yeah. love and respect that. I, I mean, one of my favorite uh, 3D artists right now goes to uh, Rainark, because that's where I got most of my pictures I got hanging on my walls come from him. So I'll, I wanted to do a commission, but he's really popular, so it's... It was really hard for me to get that email through to get that, but you know, going back to anime magic and their artworks, and it wasn't just like their pictures. They also had handcrafted stuff, and that's where it was a lot of mostly for their artist alley was a lot of handcraft stuff, which I thought was really nice because, in once again, respect for their like own original creations and how they made things look and stuff like that. So I thought it was pretty decent. It was. Like I said, it felt cramped, but it also felt welcoming. You know, you, it wasn't hard to maneuver at the time. Well, when I got there, it didn't feel like that hard to maneuver through. Hmm. So, you know, you got to see everything. and Everyone just had a smile on their face like, hey, you know you want this. I'm like, yes, I do, but you know I don't got the money. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> see, that's, that's a big limiting factor, right? It is. Yeah. Right. So give, go ahead and give us your like your last breakdown of Man Magic, your, your, over, your overall. Okay. So, we gave, on our show, when we actually did the massive review, we gave them high marks, without a shadow of a doubt, because, again, it's run by people that know what the fuck they're doing. It's people that know how conventions have evolved over time, so we couldn't do anything but give them good remarks. There were some things that, you know, we had to kind of skimp on because it's errors that were going to happen. We expected it from a first-year convention, it happened at a first-year convention, if I were to rank it at uh, out of ten, what was it? Eight point three? No, 8. it was, was seven point four, I think. Or? Yeah. Okay, that's getting a very little, like that's getting very specific. Like we should do like point five. So yeah. no, well, we, we we have like a we have a we have system. a massive system. Oh, so yeah. you do like an average? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ba- basically, we broke it down into eleven categories. Nine of them are worth one point, and then two of them are worth half a point. All right. How and about the, we just the, simplify it and give it like a what? It was fucking good. That's what it fucking was. Yeah, there we go. It was good. good. And, awesome. and bonus points for being walking distance to Kumas for a nice burger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're Dude, not wrong. No, seriously. My doc actually gave me permission to eat whatever the fuck there I want for a day. I went to get a ma- fucking Mastodon the first oh, second I got a chance. Oh, I was that's, happy that's as shit. It, man. Man, 
that see, was... that's that's one thing that could make a con weekend. I think is is some really good food. Oh yeah. Whether it's a nice big burger, a nice Philly cheese. You know, that's that that really helps make an event yeah. really fun. All right. So Absolutely. let's go ahead and move on to the next event. Uh, the next one was Midori Con. Ooh, Midori. And that's not on our list on our site, and we do yeah. apologize. Midori Con, for fault. those who don't know. Yeah, Don, fucking asshole. Yeah, I'll take How could you, Don? Midori How could you have done this? I told him to put it on there. He's never got around to it. No, nope. uh, so, That was a busy week. So Midori Con is a... Uh, was a con that was like pretty big, but wasn't huge. They also had a secondary con called Midori Fest, which was our mine and Chris's big party con. Pound it, all right. Uh, uh, that, that that pretty much we spent the entire weekend drinking and cooking that one away. And people were wondering what the hell we were doing when we were gone. They came back to two racks of ribs and fucking steaks and burgers, and they're like, "Oh, that. that's what you guys were doing." Like, and that's when you stop complaining. That's when I get hugs. Yeah, yep. like, I'm fine with this. I'm gonna give you a hug now. Right? No, no, no. That's what actually that's exactly what like. happened. I'm like, all right, man. I'm sorry I wasn't around for the fights. He sent me give me a hug. I'm like, okay, I fed you. All right, I see what the problem here is now. Right. So here's what's gonna happen. Next year, I'm just gonna come at you with five pounds of friggin' beef ribs and see what happens. Uh, to yeah. me, uh, depending Don't. on the con, I'll bring the smoker. Uh, bring it here. I got the smoker. Yeah. yeah. So the point was uh, for Nembunori Con, they had to take a two year break due to personal reasons, financial reasons, and this year they came back. Now, the difference was they were 100 miles south of where they usually were. And uh, they were Deer Creek in Mount Sterling, Ohio. I only remember that, like those weird details, because it was just recent. So here's where Bruce is a prick. Uh, so I, I I knew this is we, the moment where you're a prick. This one, particular for this year particularly. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I before uh, before like <laughs> though we still have like three months left. Give so. me give me give me give me some time. I, you, you I invited you to my New Year's party. It can get worse. Uh, I invited you to New Year Gala. Yeah, I got no. you coming. Oh come no, on, yeah, I saw the invite. I was like, I got you. So I'll the, find something fancy. I'll definitely find something fancy. So the point was... Why so, do you keep coming on? Why do you keep bringing so it So what we did was uh, I, I called them, I messaged them, and I'm like, we, I knew CFF was a staple there. Um, and I messaged them, and as soon as I messaged them, I, 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 I Googled the, the venue. Because no one really knew they were back but me, because I was the only one paying attention at the time. And as soon as I did that, I'm like, oh, what's the venue? Oh, they have this really nice historic cabin. So I... Went ahead, called up the place, and I'm like, you have this thing called the Harding Cabin. Now, the Harding Cabin had, was used, Harding Lodge was used for, like, diplomats and freaking, like, pe- for card games and where they would stay the, when they The cabin is over 100 years old. It, it's, it was awesome. So I call them up, and I'm like, hey, I, I'm coming in from Midori Con, and I would like this cabin. And the lady goes, hold on. Wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. Give me a second. Puts me on hold for like two minutes. Comes back and goes, sorry, the Harding was not in the block. I'm like, okay, I still want it. And before I can say a word, she goes, so I talked to the manager. I got to put it in the block. It's at a discounted rate. It's yours. <laughs> so, my first, so my first thought was, oh, shit. All right. I really hope the con didn't need that for something. Whoops. And I took it. Now, here was the cool part about it. The one part I didn't know about it was it was three miles away from the actual no, convention. It was three miles from the convention back to the main road and then like two more miles. It was it was it was like a it was like a fifteen minute drive. But it was it was up it was over a five and down. minute boat ride. 
But here's the cool part is you've if got brought a boat. You, you get the whole thing and you're right next to the boat ramps. And then, then you have your own personal dock at the end of this thing. And I picked it up and I'm like, I have enough room for everybody for CFF. Just pay for it the rest of the way. I paid for the first like the first night for myself and then we bought it and it, it was awesome. And and uh I, I, like the con as a whole to me was it, it felt it felt more like a first year than anime magic did. Yeah. Definitely. So it really needed help. So yeah. it, it was like my friends who like a bunch of people jumped into it, like Goldie, who I don't know if he's still listening, goes like, dude, this is like one third of the people that are usually here. I'm like, okay. But it gave me time to meet people that I'd never met before, like Zerker, who has been part of CFF for years, but I'd never met before. And uh, we were all jumping and swimming in the lake because we had our own dock. So we were like jumping in and having a great time. Apparently, like three in the morning, a bunch of my friends like that I know showed up at our freaking cabin because they're walking through the <laughs> woods for no reason. Um, and then There's never like, not a reason to walk. No, they were no. stoned. Uh, that, so the they ended up getting there, and I'm like, wow. So they talked to me the next day. It's like, can we come by your house to party? So like, I'm like, okay, I just keep running the panel. Me, Don, and my friend Damien, or one of my guy workers, Damien, we go back. We start a bonfire. We start the charcoal grill. We spent like 170 dollars on food. We started cooking burgers, like chicken, you name it. Everything was cooked up. I go into my go, go into the dining room, and I don't recognize half the people in there, but they're all very thankful that I cooked their food. And yeah, they're like, we we brought twelve, and there were twenty some people. It, 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 by the end of the night, so I'm like, they're jumping in the lake. My daughter's down at the lake. They're having a good time. They're all toasting to like thank you for thank you, Bruce. I'm, I'm getting a chant. I'm like, this is pretty fucking cool. I sit down and like, I'm like, my daughter goes, Kayla wants to know where you're at. Come jump in the lake. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be down there in a second. And I was going to get up and go jump in. Before I could, Zerker shows up. God bless his soul on this one. Uh, puts his hand on my shoulder, sits down, puts a bottle of 12-year scotch on the table, and pulls up a portable humidor with three Cubans sitting in it and hands me one. And I'm like, oh. You do not say no. I'm like, well, I'm not going. I didn't say anything. I just took the, I reached in the, he opened it up. I reached in and I just grabbed one. I'm like, he hands me a cutter. I cut it, start smoking it. My wife comes up. Where were you? Cuban. She takes the Cuban. He looks up and looks at her, just looks at her and goes, she smokes Cuban? Yeah, I picked right. Yep. And he hands me the Cuban and just goes upstairs and goes to bed. I'm like, I just sat there and just smoked back a Cuban. On this extensive balcony that I had that we had purchased, where the, that Saturday morning I had woken up with like hit with uh with Don and like one other person cooking eggs to order for the entire team with like three two pounds of bacon and sausage. Nice. Is the was, event? It was an experience. You look at the event and you, you for two minutes and you think about the con itself and it's like the con to me was so minuscule to the venue that was around you. And that was the thing about MidoriCon. As much as you see the potential in it, and we tried our best, and we had a good time, and we had fun, and we had to recollect the actual parties themselves and what we made it for ourselves. And that, and that goes back to like back to the thing with cons fail, and it's little kids and like high schoolers and just like over twenty one year olds that are expecting the con to absolutely entertain themselves, who look at themselves. And this is something I realized like five six years ago. I'm like, you have to make your own entertainment. I'll go back to MidoriCon just for that experience 
Yeah, that was that we made for ourselves. And if because if you're expecting the con to entertain yourself every two right. seconds, then you just, what the fuck are you doing? Thank you. You're doing it wrong. The con yeah. experience is about you. That right. that was that was definitely a convention where we made our fun, and it was fun. That was a weekend for people. Where I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. There's not. It's not like there's a nightlife happening around you. You want to hang out. You want to have a good weekend. You make it happen. Come by the cabin. We had. I'm not joking. It was 20, 22 people. It was like 20 people ended up by the end of that night, like people I just didn't know. But, but it uh, didn't matter. But it, but it was like, because they're respectful. Like right, I, had, yeah. I had my daughter there at the cabin, and I'm like, I looked at everyone and went, don't be loud inside the cabin. Well, my daughter yeah. is going to be sleeping soon. And be it really, respectful. Your daughter's awesome. So. Be respectful. Yeah. The, the view outside from the oh, patio was God. magnificent in the morning. At night, oh, being down by the dock, Swimming Full in moon. the lake. We had a, a harvest moon the first night. Ooh, it was, Clear it was, skies, just the lake reflecting the moon. It was up. just chill enough. We're like, it's hot outside, but like chill in the water. Just enough so it's so actually like You could jump in and you weren't freezing and like seizing up. It was, That was like the perfect relaxation for the next two weeks of work that I'd have to put in. Yeah. For the next Ooh. cons. But I, that, that is a con that I see getting bigger. Their vendor hall was a complete artist alley. From top to bottom was an artist alley, which Damn. was neat. I mean, there was some talent in that. Oh, artist they did alley. some good jobs, but it wasn't like anything that I was like that I can remember, like off the where I can point out. I'll get to the people that I can point out later, hmm. like uh, my fucking. I, I have business cards from one of my oh, other yeah. events that I had Damn. to take. Like I'm like, no, I'm going to talk to you about you at my podcast. Like I have to do this. Hmm. But MidoriCon, if you're in Ohio, I say go to it, grow it. Enjoy it. Have a good time. And if you guys get a chance to go out to it, it's literally come party with us. That's about it. Which I don't do a lot If we of... haven't sold you enough on the party with us atmosphere. Look, look, when I first met Bruce, the exact words were, hey, we should chill and hang out and party. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do that. Right. It's kind of what I do. And um, I'm very good at that. I'm very good at entertaining. That's yeah. my biggest thing. And that's what I enjoy doing. I don't do that now in my real life, so I put as much of it in much of my world that I can in my secondary life. Same. Uh, which I feel bad for people that deal with me at work. Uh, so that that one right there, uh, it, it's not a... Good. No, you're fine. The con, you're the con people that run it are phenomenal. Like, they're oh, really good absolutely. people with great absolutely. heart. And um, it's just, like, I told them, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, I, I need to buy two more badges. And they went... We can just give you two more badges for your team. I'm like, great. My daughter skipped school today just to be here. She goes, oh, fuck yeah. And runs out and grabs a badge for my daughter. And I'm like, awesome. And then we lost a badge because somewhere got lost in the freaking house. And they gave us another one just to fill up the people that we missed because we couldn't find them. And I'm like, that's fantastic. And we told them to come out and party with us. And it was it was such a good time. And then we had to watch Kevin get drunk. And it was, oh, my God. Flipper. Oh, that was an experience in and of itself. Oh, yeah. That was great. Um but but it had also like a really long table that you could just like feed everybody at. It was meant for hosting, and that's what I yeah. do. Uh, but the next one is my first con, like actual like anime convention convention. Not like I don't count C two E two, I don't count right. Wizard World, but I'm talking about like something I can immerse myself in that didn't have like thousands of people at your my first, first con, con, your first con, countless of which is. CFS. First con. Ramen con. Ramen con was the shit this year. I'll have to say that. So, 
Ramen Con as a whole, if anybody knows CFAS, it really got its like actual start start like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Like when it finally took off was there seven years ago. And that's when Chris discovered it, told me people were foam fighting outside. And I'll never forget. So he goes, I went, who's fucking throwing foam at each other outside? That sounds retarded. And then he goes, he says, just get out there. And I get out there. And where he found it, I made it a thing. I walked up to him and went, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be part of this. And he didn't, Mike didn't believe me until we showed up the next year going. And that's the year, that was 2013, and we made it good. Then 2014, we worked security, and we still went out there and did this. Mm-hmm. And then we ran Colossal or Collision Con for him. And he was like, no, you two are here to stay, and now I own it. Oh, yeah, and it was his birthday weekend. And then now I own it. So it's been a very, very, very fun ride, all starting from my friend who messaged me. But he's thinking, that's when I met, that's when I brought you to Ramen Con. I brought myself to Ramen my, my friend Brian brought me to Ramen Con like two years before that, just met me. What are you doing? Come out to Maryville, Indiana. I'm like, that sounds far. 30 minutes. Yeah. Meh. And I got out there and I'm like, the fuck am I at? <laughs> <laughs> and then I fucking did nothing. And then I show up the next year and have my own hotel room. Then I met Kayla and I brought Kayla and I'm like, it, it's been, it was a hell of a ride since then. But like, and I miss Maryville. I will say that right I now. I do too. I I'm, do miss the old location. That was I'm, such a nice hotel. And then you have that to was drive. my first time to go to Ramakan at that old location. Yeah. We had to drive by and it's always torn down and we're all yep. really sad. We all saluted on our way through. <laughs> There's always a moment of silence praying that it gets back up and running soon. But we get the South Bend, and and I mean, how do I put this? I didn't do shit other than CFF stuff, yeah. and that's kind of what I do at that event. Like I walk around and I try to have sure. a good time. Like I take the we team, we go out to dinner. But like for me, it's CFF stuff because that's the event where we could run four and a half hours, and there are people there. The same people you'll find for four and a half hours, and people, and we don't get late. We barely, rarely get late night panels, but we are. Like, I'm on speed dial for Chris, uh, and he'll call me like, "I have a late night panel opening. Can you take it?" <laughs> I'm not sober, but I got it, and you know, I'll go do it. And he'll call me up, and like, it, it, we've gotten to such like hierarchy in that point where people are walking up to the con head, going, "Yeah." C- CFF has like a late night panel, like a surprise panel tonight, right? I, I need to know. I got Saturday nights. And he goes, uh, no, they don't. Like, oh, okay. Oh, which like ended what? Up turning to be really bad overall. Yeah. Like, like, I had one late. I had one person walk up to me and go, "You guys have a late night panel on Saturday?" And I'm like, "No, oh, then I have no reason to come back Saturday night." Oh, because Aww. because because they had work and like if we had a late night panel, they would have shown up like late night. Yeah. After oh, work. After work, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, I have no reason to be here." But this it, year was just humorous. Oh, yeah. This year was just such a good time, and and like. I gained a photographer at that yep. time. I, I got a chance to bring the team together to explain what we're doing. I, I'm getting more and more involved in the actual con itself. And, and I, it's just so much fun for me. Yeah. And I, I can't speak high. Like, Raman Khan's been on this podcast, drove out here to be on this podcast on several occasions. Mm-hmm. On two different occasions I can think of. And there's one of the things I like, and I noticed this more this year, was once we open up Ew. and start running, we have fighters coming in. And at some of the other cons we go to, we'll have fighters come in. They'll trickle in. They'll fight for a bit. And then they'll start as they start to rotate out, new fighters come in. At Ramen Con, 
people start to roll in as soon as we open up. They start fighting, and then they keep fighting. And then more people come in. And once it starts, it snowballs until we've got every single weapon possible out on the field, in use, fighting them. So that's... That was a fun thing for me at Ramen Con, and, and it being my second year there, uh, marking the one-year anniversary of me being with Convention Foam Fighting, seeing familiar faces. People I saw from the year before at Ramen Con that I still remember, because they made such an impact on me the first year watching them fight, watching the enthusiasm for what we do, that even though I had never seen these people before, and it was my first time at a convention and first time with CFF, I remembered them one year later at the same convention, coming back and fighting again. And that's the beauty of conventions, honestly. It's it's finding those people you see you don't remember, like you you don't think about them the whole year until the convention hits, and that that's where you get excited, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What, explain to me, like, okay, so I know like the rave <laughs> as a whole, except for like the first person was a shit show. Yeah. Well, and that's not obviously the convention's fault because no, uh, no, no, no. I know. Yeah, I know. And we're not so, going to go into what. The problem was there. That's yeah. That's we can an avoid that because that has. I mean, we can talk about that off the air because that's a whole different kit and caboodle. Uh, but the convention itself was great. We had no issues with the convention. Uh, the panel selection for Ramicon is always top notch. They're always bringing something new or trying something new to the panel. They have the the, the most diverse panel lineup of any convention I'm aware of. They got this one panel called CFF that's amazing. <laughs> like, we haven't been talking about that, like, all day. But, no, like, my adventure group does panels. We do, like, the hot pepper panel. They try and do laser tag. They they, they were the first they, one to do the escape rooms that they've done, the escape rooms. They, 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 do they fighting. tried, was it they tried laser tag and it was working, but that became a how much price it would cost after that? Yeah, basically. <laughs> laser tag was 2014 at Ramen Con, and that was... Yep. Really fun because I got to play laser tag while I was on watch. Yeah. Security. Well, well, I got a gun now. And another fun thing about Ramen Con that I noticed on day one, as people were showing up, as the panelists were getting there and getting set up, and as we were getting set up for our first run, how many people were in that main lobby area at the tables, either playing games, you know, board games, or socializing, inviting people in. Just very, very social convention. It has that one thing that most cons don't have, and that's that giant communal area yeah. that connects the con to everybody else. Yeah, looking back, that's something... Uh, all the conventions that I really enjoyed have something like that, where you've got this big room of people just... Take- just being around, enjoying it. Taking back to Ohio Con. Exactly. That giant, the right, right in the cross section of everything is that giant lobby. Yep. Where that leads you to the hotel, the little corner store they had in the hotel, to the convention center itself, like multiple mm-hmm. doors outside. Yep. Like they had a giant communal area that was just used for people dancing, playing games, taking pictures. Yep. Late night at Magic too. The lobby of the hotel was mm-hmm. still still had people up oh, until God. two, three in the morning. Yeah, we were playing games. They were talking. There was live fan fiction reading. There was a bunch of yeah. let's never talk about that fan fiction again. <laughs> but if we go back to Ramen Con, what I kind of miss is like, do you know how many years of videos people have of me at Ramen Con? Oh yeah, that I've never seen. Yes. Oh yeah. So at Ramen Con, when there's I, a lot of me. What, too. No, when I start CFF, <laughs> I, I I have a like I. I Depending on the amount of people that are like lined up out the doors, which we're talking, we started, there was 56. 
like we ended like Friday with 61 participants. By the time I could start the first game on Saturday, we had 73. And that was within the first 30 minutes. Sounds about right. Yeah, the thing is, people are recording me as I, like, do the jokes and I do my rules and I make people laugh and I'm hitting people just to get the rules out. And, like, people record me every year and I've never actually seen a video of me and I'm kind of sad about that. So if you have a video... For the love of God, send it to me. I'd like to see them. Just upload it on Facebook so you can share it with everyone. Like, hey, listen exactly. to this. I even have this, look at this jackass. Like, I don't care. Like, I'd like to see one, you know? But that was always a thought in my head that's always ringing in the back of my head. I Because I, I, I go up and down the line and I see somebody with a phone. Or a GoPro or something, and I'm like, I like oh, to know. Now you know how every cosplayer feels. I like because yes. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I get stopped as a cosplayer all the time, I get like 200 photos taken of me. I see like 20 of them, and I'm like, what happened to the other 180? I'm I'll, sure something's but I, happening. I think about the other I've been doing this very for, similar. To the I've first been doing one. this for seven years. <laughs> I've taken control for like seven years, yeah. and I've never seen a video. The only video I get to see is my one of my wife on our fucking main Facebook page. That's back of my head. And that's me yelling, and it's fantastic. Well, it's a view you don't get to see often. I don't want to see the back of my head. There's a bald spot. Um, so just one? Yeah, there's just one. And I Same. Bald the whole I'm not that's why lie. I'm balding the whole head. <laughs> it's it's starting. It's starting. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> that's why I shaved the whole head. Um, but but as a ramen con thing for me, people always talk about how it's going, it's going stale. It's getting old. People don't like it. I'm like, I don't call it stale or old. I call it to me like. Vintage and like memorable, yeah. very routine. There's nothing wrong with having a same routine with stuff that happens right. with a little variance each year to like spice it up. Yeah, well, there, there's something I, I don't go to panels once again, but I've never gotten sick of ramen con as a whole. In fact, they, they have the same. This was way. Chris has my favorite moment. Uh, he we had we we, we CFF agreed this to help. Year made my, this moment made my year for me. Like the guy remembers me, but to, to what he remembers of Chris is amazing. So we 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 decided we Chris asked us to help him out with uh, badge checks in the front of the vendor hall because he didn't have a person. Like I said, Chris was at my wedding. All right, Chris is my guy. I, I love that guy. He's probably one of my favorite people like in this world. And um, so I'm like, yeah, we got this handled. So Ooh, I me? Took, yeah yeah he beats you. Uh, and like I looked, at my, I looked at my team and I'm like, okay, guys, you you don't have a choice. You have to run a watch, and they understand. They all took times. So I'm like, I'll take the one. I'll take work off Friday, go up there Thursday, stay Thursday, and I'll take the first watch, just to show you that we have something. Chris does his watch, finishes his watch, walks up through the door. The first vendor there is the Pocky and Ramane vendor that we've seen every year. Yeah. He just looks at me and goes, he knows I'm buying something. But looks at Chris and goes, here you go. And pulls up exactly what Chris buys every year and hands him a fucking bag. <laughs> and it's like, he goes, this is what you want. Like, he saw him, Chris, sitting there and knew what he wanted. Like he, as soon as he saw me, I know what you want. Pulls out the pulls out a 10-pack of the uh, pizza pretzel sticks. Hmm. Oh, okay. And he's like, I also know what you want. Pulls out a strawberry ramen six-pack. Like, this guy knows like me. Like, I got this. I like, yeah. This guy knows. <laughs> like, he can't do that for me because I change up if I want, like, do I want the strawberry koalas this year? Or do I want the chocolate ones? But he always has my Both. orange ramen ready for me. He knows which ramen Koalas, March, it doesn't matter. Both are delicious. Exactly. And that's where I'm at. But I, was, but I switch. But I try to switch it up. I try to switch it up. Uh, but, like, once again, like, that, that right there is the one of the only ones that does food anymore. 
Uh, well, certain conventions have like food permits or like, exactly. like no, they no, have no. certain deals. And why yeah. do you think I keep my permit up in point? I don't I, even sell anymore. I really want to do like I well, He wanted me to do something. What I still want to talk to him about was like a black tie, like gala thing, because they don't have that like some cons do. And that was something I was talking. Yeah, like to a about. formal ball. Sometimes. Which I when he asked me to run because of my black tie affair that I have here. The, he knows about it and he's seen pictures of it. And like I was debating on it. I'm like, yeah, like it could work, but then it couldn't work. And now, are we talking Gatsby or are we talking? Uh, I have had modern black tie. I had, I had, so, I had somebody show. I, was it Grant showed up as Sebastian from Black Butler, mm. which is perfectly fine. Fair enough. And my my bartenders, one had a mask on, the other one ripped off his sleeves because he had like Spider Man. I had Marvel tattoos across his arms. As lo- I I was dressed as Black Bolt from uh from the Inhumans. Yeah, no. If if it's if it's as long as it's dressy related, I don't care. All right. It could be a bow and tie, and you could be like all green and have a Green Lantern core on your suit jacket, and it still. Or counts if you want to go full Chippendales with just a bow tie in the middle of winter in Chicago, you have balls. Probably that, not anymore. Not yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Balls have now disintegrated to ice at that right. point. One of my friends showed up in You're a. Fr- one of my one of my friends. Yeah, friend, well, exactly. One of my one of my <laughs> friends showed up in a. Uh, he was wearing a fucking uh, kilt, and a top suit tux because he didn't want to wear pants, and I'm like. Hit it. I'm probably going to wear a kilt this year. I'll probably pick up a kilt for myself because I don't want to wear pants. That's my house. See, I keep saying I'm going to buy an actual decent kilt for me nowadays since I've been slimming down, but yeah, we'll see. But uh, that's just uh, that's just the fun stuff right there. That That's Ramen Con as a whole, and like I have so many friends there. I actually finished my uh, Ramen Con bingo, which was finding all my friends that I wanted to see, mm-hmm. which was finding Fluffy Saturday at like, yeah. like 1130. Uh, I ran up Fluffy and just, awesome. he's like, I'm busy. I'm like, hug me! <laughs> and that was it. That was the whole thing. Um, came to us at that one o'clock panel we had. Yep. You can never hear your one o'clock panel. Him and uh, him, Hot Rod, and like a few other guys yep. came through. Oh, I passed out with my wife. I was like, yeah. they, got, they, they got this. Uh, they, that, that's what it's like being a manager. Uh, and an owner. They got yeah. this shit. <laughs> and passed, we did. I passed it. We got it. I'm like, they can figure it out. I, figure it out. It, I got a chance to see all of my old IRT buddies. That it, was it enough. too bad it devolved into something that's that. That's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah. That's usually like how the night or day. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's just say I had to cut off the music. I don't want to know anymore. I do, so, but I don't. The last convention that we had. <laughs> was... Move, moving on, moving on before things get really weird. All time you were there, so you know how bad it got. Right, right. right. I got you. So the fun thing is, if you go on our Facebook page at Comic Clowns on Facebook, Comic Clowns Podcast on Facebook, I actually did a video, a one minute stream video of like every every event and that was just me explaining where we were at and things like that and this last one i got invited to i was picking up the flowers for my wedding back in january and we got invited to which was in line like i was like picking up with my friend from the military he's like what's up I'm like i just got confirmed for a fucking event in, fu- in fucking uh september man he's like what i'm like yeah i got like nine months before this even happened but we're in and uh, they gave us a room to fight in for... It was... The hours were so janky. Not even in a bad way. Like, but if you... Yeah. Like, I watched it and I'm like... I did... I did and it makes me regret not getting a hotel for this one because it was the O'Hare. Like, on River Road. Oh, that's and, the good one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this place was insane. Like, it was the fanciest, schmanciest hotel I've been in in a long time. And uh, they get... It was the Chicago Steampunk Expo. 
was. I am still mad. I got. I had to miss that. Here's the thing. You meet both. Steampunk is my jam. Hell here's yeah. the thing. You, you think that it's a first year. You think it's like a third or fourth year. The way they talked and the way they moved. It's the first year. It is. Yes. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. No. The way they talked. The way the guy ran it. Uh, God. How? What was his name? I, I know. I know his real name. Uh, but like, uh, I can never remember his steampunk name. Captain Albert Alexander? No. No, no, no. If it was Captain Albert, that'd be a very dark time for all of us. Or an SPG ah, reference. Aloysius, exactly. Aloysius Fox. I knew it was an A, but I didn't want to say like I don't remember. his name was That's Al- that's from something. Yeah, it sounds very familiar. Yeah, that's from something. It just I don't me, know what. It, it did the same something. thing to me, but everyone called him Aloysius, and I'm like, I'm looking for Jason. And I didn't realize that it was in his signature that was in between, so it fucked me up for like a couple hours. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I met the guy? Yeah, fuck. Where the hell are you? Yeah, and I met he, that guy delicious something. And then he was talking to me, and I'm like, I had to ask him first, is that fake or is that really what the accent? He goes, oh, it's real. I'm actually from England. I'm like, oh, double checking. Conworld. I mean, right. shit, Conworld, somebody's going to have a weird It's accent. a 50 shot, right? Um, here's the thing, like, people didn't, like, the Friday night panel didn't go so, it uh, wasn't so hot, but that's whatever. That's a Friday panel. But that's, that's a expected. Friday panel. Right. The Saturday panels, we had an, What's uh, word of mouth spreads? We, we had an early panel where people wanted us to be there, and, uh, we just didn't get a hotel room. No, none of us did, because we're all from here, but we stayed there. It was like, it got off at noon, and we were going to go on at eight, and so we all stayed <laughs> there for, like, eight hours so we finished at 1 30 instead so we all stayed there for seven hours with nowhere to go so you found my team sleeping sporadically through the hotel <laughs> you found me in my car i was passed out was this, Friday or saturday? this was saturday i was clocked i'll go double shift that's fair I, I was i was asleep and everyone was asleep randomly sporadically throughout like i had to go f- i found Vern in a fucking like hallway somewhere like with his phone charger. well that, we're not surprised yeah i mean that's pretty much ramen too but uh but like as soon as that happened i we we started having a good time i went and had a vape i came back in the room was full with anime magic people like the runners of anime magic wanted to see what the hell we were about and they got involved mm-hmm. and they had a great time and then we they all came down they saw it it was such a good time that I, I talked to them on my way out that they were like, oh, yeah, no, bringing you guys in, I've heard nothing but fantastic things. I'm like, that sounds like every event, you know. That's, it really is. Not to get all high on our high Oh, not the other way. oh but, you got some time. But Don't the con, you worry. But the con itself was phenomenal. They had so many different games. Like, they had so many different, like, they had a mystery murder. Then they had apparently across the hall in that hotel, they had an auditorium. Where they were putting on plays and murder mysteries and things like this and comedy shows and why and don't I ever see, go? What the that's, fuck? That's, that's what I love about the steampunk aesthetic. Ah, here was the problem with that, and that's where one person actually remembered. It's when he ran a panel for it was putting the punk back in steampunk. Now I showed you some fun stuff, but oh, I yeah. didn't show you was that a majority of the people were just dressed in Victorian era clothing. Now I love Victorian. Now, I got married in a morning coat. Okay. I fucking love Victorian era clothing. But steampunk wasn't just that clothing. It was also the inventions, the ga- the things that they could do with steam in the era that it was supposed to be based around. And you didn't see a lot of that. And that wasn't an insult towards the con. That was an insult towards one guy made a panel called putting the punk back in, back in steampunk and putting like the technology and everything else back into it. And that's what you missed. 
getting that best with all the gears and clocks. Yeah. One, yeah. Dude, one dude had this the best invention one I've ever seen. I didn't, get you, I, don't, I didn't send you the picture. It was wings that on his freaking arm he had switches that as soon as he clicked it, the wings popped out. I may have seen that at the Lockport steampunk days. Maybe. Now, now the question the cool is, thing, was it actually a compression system or was it I didn't ask too many questions, but if you looked on the back of it, he had like a makeshift like uh like was it a charcoal freaking like like fireplace with a couple like other light ups. It was just amazing. There was a steampunk tinkerbell Ooh. there with her where her wings just popped out very slowly but had like little electrics around in it. I'm like, okay, these people get it. But what I sent you That was, was amazing. Fantastic. There was a fifteen hundred dollar about four foot by like two foot mechanical triceratops oh my god i have a 40 second video i'll show you when we're done here please um, do because it was robot dinosaur sound amazing yeah Be- pretty much it was like full of was, motion sensors the whole thing was like if you looked at it for a second it didn't do much like you it would like every couple seconds make a movement but if you walked over and you started touching it if you like tried to touch its back it would like rear back if you put your hand in its mouth it would pull it back it would like start chomping if you like rubbed its nose, it would uh, it would sneeze. If you grabbed its thing, which horn you grabbed, it would like yell. It was really fucking cool. Like, I want it. Kayla hates animatronics, so she's never seen it, so she backed away from it. But I'm sitting there looking at it going, "Wow, dude, how do I justify jam, this though, purchase?" That's... But like this con, like is the first con that made me honestly this expo. Like we were talking to the Ren Fair, we were talking with. They actually made me take cards. Like, I personally wanted to take cards just to talk about the the shit that was here. Hmm. Like, the first one that like that I looked at them and went, I'll be back tomorrow. I have a real rule on cons and expos. I will come back Saturday. If I see something on Friday, on Saturday, if I want it just as much as I wanted it on Friday... I'll buy it. If I don't, if I talk myself out of it, then obviously the, the the impression wasn't there. Right. Like the first one was called Sweet Steam. Sweet, that's uh, S-W-E-E-T-S-T-A-M. This is for everybody else who's listening. Dot com. They're a candy maker. And I don't mean like, I make chocolate. I mean, they ha- the thing I tested first was their... A root beer and salt to chocolate that's actually in a very like you, you find it like in a Hershey's bar type like container like they have people that manufacture this for them they're not like some bullshit thing they're an actual company hold up you said root beer and uh, what root beer salted chocolate uh, on the bottom you're hitting his special I ha- place I have some upstairs. just so you're aware stop it I have, some, I have a half a bar upstairs I'll try some I, I can't it's salt it's, it's yeah I'll get you part without salt oh. you gave me a dark chocolate salt Caramel, and I hate dark chocolate, and I, I enjoyed can't this. Shit but then there was oh. the Hindenburn, which was a chocolate shape. Well, yours had the Cthulhu on it. Yes. That was the cool part. But this one was the nice. Hindenburn, which was a cinnamon and cayenne pepper chocolate in the shape of a Zeppelin. Ooh, that's pretty fancy. And right. the, 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 the here's the thing about that: like, you can make fancy shit, but yeah. when you eat it, is it good? It, no, the that's burn, the important part. The burn, you didn't get it at first, but then it sat. It sat there, and it burned consistently and not bad. Just like the Hindenburg. It was right. delicious. Except okay. that was bad. That was horrible. That was horrible. Let's not... Then they had the, these Oh, the humanity. Hats. Oh, yes. The hat had a chocolate and peanut butter inside, but then they also had one that was Earl Grey tea. 
Earl tea and chocolate? Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the bite was like, he's like, you're not going to get as much flavor, but it was just enough flavor. What you'd expect from a tea. And it, it sat there in your mouth, and it was just... it. Sweetsteam.com. I'm, I don't promote and a if, lot of things. If that's so not that a steampunk shit. flavor... Earl Grey tea and chocolate, it, then they, I don't know what they is. They had so I mean, many good things. Be. They deliver, <laughs> they, they mail, they do everything. They, I love this. As everyone takes to their phones Dude, to I'll take a look. Facebook, I found this. It's Sweet Steam Chocolate, right? Sweet Steam. So S-W-E-E-T-S-T-A-M. So all of you watching and listening, go ahead and go on your phones as we take a dead air break for a minute. <laughs> as everyone oogles some chocolate. Because we've all been drinking alcohol and are now getting so, the munchies. Right. Exactly. I've been wanting fucking unsalted fries for like the last seven so hours. I'm the good. the next thing that they did was the, the dinosaur that I was talking about. They have mechanical everything. That wasn't just the dinosaur. Everything they have is like that. Robotics. And it's all like you can feel it. It's called the Dark Rain Design Purveyors of Clockwork Critters. And you can find them at facebook.com Dark Rain Design. So it's a dark D-A-R-K-R-A-I-N-D-E-S-I-G-N. So like not like so actually the rain, not versus like raining over. So it, it was, they, they had phenomenal things. I never had money for this stuff, so. But they did, everything they did was just all the artwork. They had Cthulhu's, they had freaking dinosaurs, they had clocks, they had everything. It, like, they had such phenomenal things. And then there was, the next one that I liked the most was Dr. Gus Handcrafted Arts and Design. So dr-gus.com. He had pins for fucking everything that you wanted. Warlock, Player, DM, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, you name it, he had a pin for it. He also had leather working designs for gauntlets. He had ties, tie clips, cufflinks. I need some cufflinks. That though. dude was fucking phenomenal. Um, and then I had a bunch of them, but I didn't. Well, the last one I actually liked was I wanted to talk about, actually, I want to make sure that I didn't grab these for myself. <laughs> There's obviously another wood burner there. But it was one that you don't get to see for vendor halls very often anymore. Hmm. And it's educational and puzzle-building things, which was hmm. the Wacky Wonderworks. So W-A-C-K-Y-W-O-N-D-E-R-W-O-R-K-S.com. And they had puzzles that you... These bitches make hot cocoa. They, oh, make, shit. They, they make the shit out of hot cocoa. I like <laughs> cocoa. Oh man, yes. we're hitting Christmas season too, and I love making a couple. So, hot like, cocoa. when you pull these together, you can get the easy stuff that I got for my daughter, which is like you put gears together and they're wood, and you can like spin it, and then like it all moves. Hmm. But Do they, they have, also like, have a fucking car oh, that you can like make out of wood, and as soon as you put it together, you can pull <laughs> it back, and it'll take off for half the fucking room. Nice. And then you have a T Rex that has a motorized engine in it, like an electric engine. You can turn on and start walking across the thing. Or a freaking rubber band shooting automatic gun. Ooh. I see those. No, do, no, Do no, they no. have There's a, a mechanical spider like Wild Wild West? I think so, but it's all out of wood. I still seen those automatic rubber bands. Man, that's an old Will Smith movie that I but haven't seen in Which one? What? Wild Wild West. Dude, fuck <laughs> yeah, Wild Wild West. It's Wicky Wild. That's underrated. Steampunk on film. And one of the most racist movies ever. No. Django. Let's talk... If, if we're talking racist, Django. All right, unintentionally uh, racist. Are we really doing this? Because I'm going to go fucking back to Blazing Saddles. Yeah. That was I intentionally. I can't call that. So. Well, no. What? Really? 
Yeah. No, that was. That's why I'm I, agreeing. That's why I'm like. I apologize for derailing this episode. Way to go, asshole. Um, no, Marsh. listen to the Look dialogue someday between <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> balls, yeah. like, Where'd White Women at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, listen someday. Watch the watch Wild Wild West and listen to the dialogue between Will Smith and everybody Shakespeare legend Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. As they go back and forth on some of their dialogue between uh, racial issues and handicapped issues. This like is insulting true. Insulting each other back and forth. Uh, now, that aside, still makes for a really cool steampunk movie. And one of the few really mainstream steampunk movies, which I well, like. Not a mechanical spider. Exactly. That well, was kind of my favorite hey, thing. Hey, steam-powered, you got all the different contraptions that they've got. And that's what I love about steampunk. I wish I could have made it to this fest. Wish I could have made it to the con. I but just wish I made it to it myself. Steampunk, I, I think, is really cool as a convention idea, as a, a fan environment, because it's so built around the the fantasy of crafting something. Yeah. And that's why you get, as, as Bruce was saying, all the different craft vendors that were there producing very unique things. And that's something that makes me laugh because it's like freaking steampunk gave me a kickstart back in the day because doing cosplay for ever and a half gets boring as hell and you kind of get burned out. But steampunk, oh, no, that's straight well, invention all the and way. And there's a uniqueness to it that it, with with a lot of cosplay, you're you're taking a character from a show, from a movie, from a game, from a book. And recreating that. So you'll see a lot of the same people doing the same thing. I'm not stoic enough for that. Emotional. <laughs> Give fair. it time. Enough no, no, liquor no, no, will I, make anybody stoic. I've, I've looked, viewed, and studied enough steampunk shit to know I, I'm too emotional for that. Yeah, well, steampunk, <laughs> steampunk is a mentality on top of just... You're not playing one one character that someone yourself, existed. You're essentially. Well, you, or, or, yeah, you're making, you're making yourself into the character. And that's, that's a really unique thing about steampunk. You'll see personality really shine through the outfits, shine through the inventions and the whole get-ups that... When you're when you're recreating something that someone else has already created, you're just becoming something else. With it's steampunk. like a literal personal touch and signature. Exactly. You're yeah. you're it's putting. Yeah, you've got your framework of what steampunk involves, and you are adapting yourself into that and adding your own personal touch between that and the the closely related but also revered personally at least uh, the diesel punk look. Oh yeah. Um, very very similar styles, but you you get that that uniqueness, and it's it's definitely something that I think uh, anyone who's even a passing fan of the genre definitely take a look at, go and see what some of these people put into the the efforts and handcrafted nature that people put into their creations and into their outfits. What I oh. love the most about this cast so far is Chris hasn't realized that no one can hear him unless a mic's turned toward them. That's why I keep like whatever he said while I was gone. I see I'm you like, leaning the mic into just, like his face. I'm like, <laughs> I can hear. So him. All, all all Don knows, like all the casters is Don just answering some random like gypsy in the background. <laughs> but like that's a, he's like Don's like yes, we get it. Yeah. Gypsy magic. Which is not all that different from my daily life. Yeah, it's you talking to yourself. Also, you've earned a fist bump because diesel punk is the shit. There we go. There you go. But um, as a con as a whole, like they've already uh, they wanted us back because we we're fantastic babysitters, and um, 
They, they they were like very professional. Everyone was really good. They paid for everyone's parking if you weren't staying there for the night. Like they in and out was fantastic. The food there was great. We went to the like the indoor hotel. It was expensive as hell. Uh, but the ahi tuna pocky bowl, uh, poke bowl was amazing. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was trying to be healthy. Uh, I washed that down with a great uh, beer. Also so, very healthy. Uh, healthy yeah, enough. Uh, carbs, right. I burnt those off right with fighting again. Uh, but like they, they, had, they had the gaming room. They also, here amongst all the stuff they hear, they also had the gaming goat that was there. So the gaming goat is a fantastic board game store. Yeah, they're all over the place. But they had, they had two different stores there. The first one was selling the games upstairs, and then they contacted one out of Chicago to run the board game room. So they both got two different stores selling. And they brought like all the fun. They brought Brass, the game I want to play you with, because I figured you'd have a good time with it. But someone I think about who I'm going to play that with is going to be you, um, and probably Jason, uh, right? Because it's steam, it's a steampunk ass like railroad type game. I've played it, yeah. I have not. So it I'm is really fun as shit. Fuck to think about it yet. I just saw it and I went down. Um. So, uh, our other con for the year that is, uh, I ranked that one pretty high. I'm hoping that it lasts, um, even though the steampunk era itself starts kind of dying down because the older people, they're not passing it down to the younger generation. Which sucks so bad. There used well, to be a magazine that well, used to pop yeah, up. Yeah, yes, but I want, okay, so think about when we were doing steampunk. You already brought up one movie that had the most famous actor yeah. at the time playing in it, which is wild. And no matter how bad the movie was, you still remember the way the world looked. Uh, think. Tell me something else that's going on right now to grab people's attention. Steam Boy. What's that? That's older than shit. At but this no, no, no. Point, I said what's going on right now. Oh, in that case, fuck nothing. That, that that's the point. Think about. You your... can almost almost make the case that the Fallout series ties in. Yes. No. But the Fallout series almost. hasn't been doing good. Yeah. Uh, not Fallout recently. But... Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, saying not recently. Oh, okay. Let's be fair. The most recent good Fallout was New Vegas. Now. Bio, Chris, uh, he says Bioshock, but they were more in it. Yeah, for the, yeah, there the, we go. They Bioshock. were more in it for the injections. No, but Bioshock is a good example. Yeah, Bioshock, and was, Bioshock was, was how many years ago? Uh, four or five. More uh, enough. Yeah, that's, keep going. Oh, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Infinite, yeah. Infinite was Infinite was good, but not eight good years enough. ago. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to be corrected. Someone, a, someone knows this more than I do. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, no. Well, so, so we had our our moments. You get a bit of it with with Final Fantasy. They have some of it. I mean, airships, yeah. a staple of the steampunk. Genre. Even it was twenty thirteen. All right, six years. That was so close. I was off by one. I said that's I said still five or too six, far back. So, yeah. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like you can don't even don't don't even talk about like fucking Final Fantasy seven. Seven is just fucking Mako energy from the earth. Okay, that's just a whole other. That's another demon on its own. That's weird shaman shit. Don't, don't yeah. That that, that that that's like thrall trying to do power. But uh, the point I was trying to make was is it the is it like the most recent thing? Westworld, I think. Is it? Is no, it, that's older than fuck, dude. Is that Westworld too. Well, okay. hang on a minute. Speaking of thrall, World of Warcraft, still the goblin, older than the fuck. The goblins and the gnome. Well, but still running new content. That is true. Goblins and the gnomes. Yes, but nobody plays them by gaslight. Dude, Gotham. if Gotham by Gaslight ever gets made, I will buy it and cosplay Batman myself. So Gotham by Gaslight has been made, and it's the, the animated movie was out like last year. Yep. Well, listen, fuck, I got listen, Batman to cosplay. Listen, listen to my fucking podcast. Tomorrow, uh, <laughs> but that that's probably the most famous do, intentionally steampunk. But here's movie. the thing: we're we're well, we're, we're reaching. 
Yeah. We really are reaching. We're reaching to try for and reach shit, and we're goal. trying to remember yes. this exactly podcast about conventions. Okay, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Once again, that's still like I, that was still playing on the television when I was in the military. Yeah, that was 2009. Yeah, that's going back a ways. Well, I said but, one more reach. Yeah, that, that, that is a reach. That, well, that, that goes back to okay. I'll give you an example. When I was in college, my teacher goes, "Look at look at the current booming eras of careers. Why are people trying to be nurses? Oh, because there's currently ER on the television. Grey's Anatomy. This, that, the other." Are why aren't people trying to be really as many why are trying to be cops oh NYPD Blue is on the television uh, freaking Chicago uh, Chicago Blue uh, fucking stu- and, and CIS things like that are still on the television Reno 911 for well, lack of better yes uh, but yeah. the point was like why is there not a lot of like at the time like a lot of IT when I was trying to go in because all we had was the IT crowd but like that was all television stuff Silicon Valley hadn't been made yet exactly now a lot of people are in that but like now we have a lot of we don't have a lot of steampunk but we have a shit ton of anime that's not yep. stopping anytime and that's hitting the mainstream media that's why steampunk's losing its it's still there to a lot of the great grasp but it falls under the Marcon thing, which we didn't go to this year, which is on Marcon 52. It's not grabbing the younger audience, and everyone that was at our Marcon 1 is now 60 to 70 fucking years old. And, yeah. it, and they're, they're, their people are dying out, unfortunately. So what you're saying is we need a steampunk anime. And, and you know what? They started doing that a little bit with the Mega the mega Megalo- Boxing yeah. one. Which Megalo- was only, it was, was really good. I liked it. It I was, yeah. But here's one! Thing. No, here's the thing. Megalobox, while it should have been steampunk, is more cyber. And, and that's the problem. Some look like steampunk, some look like cyber. Sure. Oh, and and I, they cross over a bit. Are, exactly. Confuse that so hard. Yeah. And I would... Oh, my Cyberpunk God. Cyberpunk and steampunk? Yeah. And it fucking confuses me why people confuse this shit, because it's like, look, here's, here's, here's the way to tell cyberpunk from steampunk. Does the main character look like Motico in a skin-tight latex outfit? Step one, you got cyber. Are they smoking a pipe? Steampunk. Done. Easily uh, enough. Wait. Androgynous deuce from the 19, from the 2018s. Hold on. Yep. I have, so I'm sorry. I That's just Stampede. Cyber. Still cyber. Still yeah, cyber, cyber as fuck, dude. Unfortunately, uh, tri- Trigon, Trigon Ooh, was yeah. definitely cyber. Oh, absolutely. But, that, but, but that, that, that's talking about con killers at this point. That's just the genre dying out. Right. And that's the thing that happens in cons. Uh, eras <laughs> die out. It's a, it's a natural occurrence. That's why you don't ever base yourself around a specific thing. Unless Thankfully, you, we've got a new Borderlands coming that might reinvigorate <clears throat> it a little bit. It's out no. right now, and it's not doing much. It's it's not doing well. Well, the, you know, the game is just it's Borderlands. That's another cast. That's another. It's, it's, another, it's, another it's Borderlands Two with upgraded graphics. So if you like Borderlands Two, you like Borderlands Three. Do they have Gage as a playable character? I don't know yet. I then I'm probably not going to play. And of course not. All right. But so. the point was that I was trying to make that before we got horribly derailed, because that's what happens on this podcast. Goddamn right. Is that really? It happens yeah. on ours, too. I'm not going to let you. And you know why? I blame because, myself. Because booze and conversation. That's right. how conversations work. Yep. Um, we have that steam-powered train that just died out. Uh much like the scene right so but that, that, that that's the point i was trying to make like i i want it to keep going like there's one con up in madison wisconsin called tesla con and that's been going for 10 years and that guy himself is trying to move on to a different venue just to keep making money so he can keep running tesla con because everyone's like oh it's in books my kids these days don't read right Come on. and i fell in love with tesla con when i was growing up i want to go to he's running a harry potter con he's running the second week of 
I guess, like Tesla, the inventor. Yeah, Nikolai Tesla, dude. Yeah. Like, my fucking I, I inspiration and shit. It's steampunk. That's enough for you. Got it. Okay. Coils. Coils? Yes, Nikola Tesla was really part of the steampunk revolution. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Got it. If it wasn't for Edison, power would be free. He also but hates circles. Ah! <laughs> he also hates circles and tried to marry a bird. All these squares make a circle? No, yeah, he was really much. fucked up, but that's not the point. It's yeah, the that, that, there's a whole that's history. A yes, it is. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, we can have a whole All the Tesla tangents. Podcast. We'll just so get the, through the, them right the, now. It's another cast. <laughs> right, right, right. It's so you call lighting. me back on history cast, and that's some shit I'll do. Hopefully someone listening is keeping track of how many no. other e- Erica's casts Erica's got this covered. About. She's not doing much else. Excellent. <laughs> her, she's on the, her They're just keeping like a tally. They're like, one... Uh, that's Two. Erica. That's Erica Forrest. But that's the, that's 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 all the cons we have for this year. Holy shit! Uh, the next that was a lot of them. The next one would maybe be Anime Week in Atlanta. Oh, that's that's in my stomping grounds right there. Yeah, like, but you're here now, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> which I'm waiting for an email back for because I really got to cancel those hotel rooms if we don't get it or not. Right. Yeah. But see if it might be going down there with that 33,000 people attendance that they have. Yeah. Crossing fingers. Uh, we're working on that. And that was a good one. Oh, we're down to one viewer. Uh, but that's the point. Uh, and, but as for this year for con quality, um, what about you guys here? Let me ask you guys that one right now. Like, How would you rate versus previous years? What would you? How do you feel about this year? I'll let you go first. Hmm. It feels about the same as last year, but probably it has improved slightly, is what I would say. Uh, just based, uh, Anime Expo this year had its issues when I went to Anime Expo, because I, I flew out there for the whole week for that, and uh, it was interesting, and they had improvements that I had seen from when I went in 2017, the last time I went but they had like new problems, but they fixed them where they could. So like I did see the improvement, and like they still brought like the same solid A tier lineup like they usually do. Uh, Asen seemed about the same as every year with slight improvements here and there, depending on you know your division. You know, be a great improvement, CFF. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, all right, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. So this is gonna be a shocker because I usually try and hype up as many cons as possible. Personally, I think things have been flatlining. <gasps> yeah. Primarily because everybody is kind of hitting that status quo. In the grand scheme, I'm not going to say every con has hit status quo, but every con that I've been paying a uh, shit ton of attention to thus far, they've been hitting this weird like plateau where it feels like that's the highest they can go, but they want to go higher or they might drop. I'm waiting patiently next year to see what happens. You don't count. Oh, well, this, well. Is first, this is your first year, Don. Yeah, you I only had the one year. I was like, this is why this, we've had a conversation in the past about things. Right. Well, what I was going to ask is, uh, so after this year and years past, uh, what's something that you feel like... Well, let me get to that one. That's going to be another... That's, gonna be, that's the next question. Okay. Uh, but well, Chris... That's what I was getting to. I don't know. I was wanting to get to Chris, but... Based on the ones I've been to this year. After you became an adult and had to get a job. Yeah. Fuck you, job. Fuck job. Uh, it, it feels like the, the guys I've been to have been, have been trying to improve, trying to better themselves. But it's like you said, they've been hitting just like one level of plateau. Like, 
we kind of maxed right here, and we're just not exceeding that. I think they got. I think every con's got room for improvement. Same. Uh, Round con, I'll always enjoy, no matter what anyone says. Ohio con was fun. Gojo Techie, I always enjoy just hanging around. Other than that, it's like this year. I feel like it was a lot of ups and downs. For me, I don't think the cons changed much. I think I changed more. Um, after getting married and like owning a owning an event that goes to these events, because like I said, all the all the cons I go to, I'm working. Right. And, and and if my event doesn't go well or we're not booked well, I feel like that the event didn't go well. So you feel it at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel at the end of the day. Uh, if I if I told you I had a really good time at the event, it's because I said before that. I made myself have a really good time. And I give it my all to do so. I give it my all to give myself a good time. And if you're not doing that for yourself, you're wasting your time at the con. You've wasted your own money. The con shouldn't. The con's supposed to give you their options to... Now, if the con comes out with no panels, everything's boring, that's one thing. But if the con's giving you a plethora of options to go to, and they're, and you're failing to take advantage of it, that's your fault. And that's actually something that I agree with because the con's not going to hold your hand to go to do shit. It's up to you to actually go out of your fucking hotel room and actually have fun. Exactly. So if you're if you're not having fun, find something to have fun with. Yeah, I'm an entertainer by yeah. heart. My, by heart, I love watching other people have a good time. Right. And that's why I agreed to keep doing, like, I do this and I do CFF and I do a whole bunch of, and I throw parties I love watching. My, my joy comes watching other people have fun. And obviously I can't enjoy that all the time, but there are things that do bring me joy, playing video games, things like that. But when it comes to cons as a whole, if I don't see people having fun, uh, I'm not having a good time myself. Right. Uh, now, now your question, go ahead. It's pretty sure the same thing as I was going to say. But no, go no, ahead. no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you. Uh, I'll what you would you this. change about this year? I'm assuming is where you were you were leaning. Yeah, what's what's something after all the conventions from this year and the ones you've been to in the past that you feel like is lacking or feel like could be improved? You, with you're conventions. going first. Oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you I'm doing asshole. This to you. He started first last time. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> if I were to change anything, realistically, I would change quality. Um, a lot of conventions nowadays, they try and, like, shove as much stuff as humanly possible. Quality over quantity. Exactly. And what I want them to do is, instead of trying to actually grow, I want them to improve on what actually they have. Because some things, we, everybody in this room can admit, some things that a convention has that have been, like, pushed to the wayside, they can improve them, and they'll be one of their fucking golden eggs. But most conventions don't want to acknowledge that. And that's something that I really want them to look into. Like, instead of trying to go, oh, we need the latest and greatest. We need these top hit bangers. We need these top hit shit. No, I want you guys to improve on what you have before you even attempt to go to level two. An example would be RamenCon, and that kind of sucked for them, was that the Radisson closed down. The Radisson, before you joined in, was allowing them to do almost anything they wanted. Before they told them it was breaking down, they had us. Then they had... Uh, they had captured the flag through the hallways because the convention center was attached to the hotel. They had captured the flag that one mm -hmm. year. Then they had laser tag, which was going at like two to three in the morning to four. We, we were taking fucking Jaeger. I was taking Jaeger shots, and you were there 
like freaking taking shots with them on their way home at 7 a.m. Oh, dude, yeah. When they were oh, leaving out in their awesome. truck. And they were leaving, but that was such a good time. They were trying to get a freaking, they were trying to do a zombie game where you could, like, you put on the laser tag and then have people, like, act like zombies and you try to shoot them in the head without you dying. And then they were trying to get a rock wall at one point. The one thing at Ronicon that was phenomenal that I, that they lost by no issue of their own was all the physical activities where now we are the only ones that can get to these events that are willing to do that. Right. That's what makes us like a phenomenal, CFF makes it a phenomenal thing. Sure. Uh, was that. But like, and I feel bad because they can't do that anymore. Um, and so, so I agree 110%. That everyone's trying to be the next anime expo. They're trying to be the next ASIC. They're trying to be like I, I look at the top twelve biggest anime conventions in the country just to see who the hell I'm talking to, and they're all trying to be like Anime Week in Atlanta wants to be the next Dragon Con. No, no, be the next Anime Week in Atlanta, and just be the first one and be amazing at what you're doing. Right. Like everyone has their own unique niche, and then like you need to flesh out the unique niche that you have instead of trying to be something that you're not. Basically, and that's the thing. Like every convention should have that pull, something that they have that the other conventions can't, for the life of them, try and copy. It's something that I really wish that all conventions registered, where it's like, oh, we have this one thing. We have instead of cosplay competition, we have cosplay battle fucking royale or some shit. And that's kind of like what I hate about people nowadays. Like they want to be the next Ace, and you know what Ace is to me. It's a con centered around a vendor hall. Yeah, and they're just trying to be the next C2E2 or the next Wizard World. And that to me is like, I've never seen a C2E2, a Wizard World, or an Ace in Panel Hall. Personally. I mean, I'm not saying they don't exist. That's, I, that's stupid. I know they do. But I, I've never I've never seen them. Because mm. the vendor hall takes up the entire fucking venue. And that's all you want. You want people to buy your vendor booths. You want people to sell merch. Mm. And, that, and like for me, that's something. Oh, I can go on a Saturday, see what's around, go see an artist, and fucking leave. Why do I? Why do I need to be there for three days if I'm not going to be a fucking alcoholic partier the entire weekend? No, that's the other thing. Like, and I have a bias because Asen is one of my home conventions. So. One of the things that I've always learned is... Wait, but you weren't born in the Midwest. You can't call it a home convention. <laughs> I was born in the Midwest, but I was raised in the freaking South. All right. So I get... Hey, same. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 I get to do what I want. I get to live where I want. <laughs> but, no. Asin was my home con. It was literally where I got my start of starts. And I can say this. Asin has this unique pull... Yeah, it has parties. Yeah, it has the vendors hall, which goes for miles upon it. No, they have food trucks. Yeah, they've had food trucks. It needs a lot of more food trucks. I'll be fair. That's true. One of the biggest pulls for me is the people. It pulls so many different people from the Midwest and different locations that I have to actually have fun with it. But you have to stay there to to have fun with it. This is also true. You also have to be an extrovert to be able to pull that off. Or an omnivert like I am, but yeah. Yeah, I'm an omnivert. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I'm also a very omnivert. I could be very (laughs) quiet, but the thing is I I lean more towards being loud and abrasive because that's what I am. Hmm. Uh, But like, to me, like, it doesn't doesn't appeal to everybody. Exactly. And that's where I'm like, okay, Asen has his pull. Fucking ramen con has a like its own really special pull, and then you have all these other cons that have certain things about them that pull certain types of people. Every single con has this weird romantic niche that 
they should be able to like show off and shine but none of them want to actually do that they just want to keep growing but what i want them to do is find that shine and just keep polishing see the thing what we're not looking at is they're, they're about the money more than about the entertainment i hate to say it I don't hate to say it. That's fucking honest. I mean, why yeah. would you hate to say that? That's the truth. Everybody's got a mortgage. I want to see. I yeah, want them to actually really, be like. Yeah. So then, I know the saying. So then I, I want to bring it back up a little bit. And I've got one final question that I think can kind of put a cap on this. Since we're coming towards the end of the season. <laughs> I'd never you will. don't know me very well. Right, I know. But <laughs> since we're coming towards the end of the season, <laughs> we've hit about the end of our season. Uh, you guys mentioned you got... A couple, a couple left. A couple yep. left. But let's look back on the past year. And after all the things that we said could be improved, what's something you saw, either a specific incident or a specific convention, that you thought really stood out as exceptional, above and beyond, really well done? Either the whole convention was, was great and stood out or something about one specific convention, a very piece of it, that just hit a high mark for you. Well, I think we're probably both going to go back to Anime Magic because we were both really impressed for it for a first-year convention because they really tried to void all the airs. They all tried to bring a unique draw of very many types to the convention, and they brought unique things out. What I'm hoping that what they do next year is they continue to improve in that uniqueness and expand it further in what they already have. Like a like a learn from others mistakes type of thing. Yes. Like you they they saw Everyone. coming into their first year that here's things that have gone wrong before. How do we get away from them? Well, let's be on top of those. Right. What are you saying? I was gonna. I for me with that question, I'm gonna have to say Buckeye Con. Which is which well, is we one we that, uh, didn't Ohio really hit on. We, did, we didn't we, we, we didn't talk about that because that wasn't open to the public convention. Sure, but well, bring it up, God. But it, I thought it was pretty fun, you know, being at an actual you know NCAA-based type college, if you will. In my back. Yeah, go ahead. So Buckeye Con is uh, Ohio State University had a uh, invited us out to run our event at a uh, what would be a enrollee event hmm. that they held a anime comic uh, a venue and they invited us out yeah. that I wasn't talking about because it's not open to the public unless you go to the event yeah it was a student uh, it was student a student convention. only thing went for like a couple of hours and they had us there for like five hours great time uh, I didn't get it was over my daughter's birthday I don't get to go to certain things that are in March because my wife mine my daughters my goddaughters my too many people's birthdays are in March. It's expensive month. Uh, I, I feel that. <laughs> but I know Fair. one thing that everyone had fun with at that event was the fact that we had the Buckeyes mascot yes. come and fight on our fields. That was the highlight of the night. But I kind of want to see that, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, the, that was the highlight, too, when he was saying with the mascot being there. Because he just walks in and, he, and pure, you know, pure mascot can't talk. So he just comes in waving his arms. Like, okay, I got you. Here's what you do. You take the sword, you hit you, you hit the people. You get hit in the torso, you die. He just salutes. He goes out there and fights. He, surprisingly, he's actually winning. <laughs> yeah. So the giant mascot yeah. is just <laughs> murdering people. But he did there die, go. and he got really sad. And then someone finally told him, no, you can respawn. And he jumped back up all excited. <laughs> like, and that was me like, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, all right. All you gotta yeah. do is count to three, respawning your life. Waving his arm and going back. I think that was a really great highlight. It brought in a lot of more of the students to join in, and it was just really great. You know, then, you know, uh, what's it called? Philly cheese steaks, you know, time off the Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course. Of course, the Philly cheese at, at uh, OhioCon. Uh, so, well, I mean, we had a little bit of a shared experience here with Magic, but anything different? Honestly, I would have to agree with Magic. Um, my reasons are a little weird because this bastard actually enjoyed the fan fiction panel and I almost bled my eyes out. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you and that bullshit. It was hilarious. That's why Fuck I Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and everything you stand for. So tell us about your bad experience. I haven't... Okay. My first fandom was the Sonic fandom. The fan fiction panel I was... I caught part of that. Yeah. The bad fan, Sonic fan fiction shit hurt my soul because oh my God, I know... it's Sonic fan fiction. All right, we're yep. done there. Yeah. It got bad because I'm like I grew up with bad Sonic fan fiction that's, all my life. That's some shit that's well, dark. To be fair, to be fair, that's fan fiction in general. No right. shit. There's some diamonds the, in the rough. The but again? that was death. Um, so the question was, uh, of all the things you've seen this year at different conventions, what stood out as being exceptional or very good or something you want to see more of? I would still have to agree with Cloud yeah. over here because sports mascots coming out. There we well, go. Sports, sports mascot sounds like the shit. Personally, I agree with him. Um, Anime Magic, the way they actually ran everything, yeah. is something that a lot of cons should actually look up to and actually strive to be better Right, about. and as as a group that throws panels with CFF, that's something I, I really take notice of, is when things are organized very well. Magic definitely was organized very well. Another one that really stood out to me, and I made this comment several times when we were there, was YetiCon. They... Their staff was exceptional. Everything was organized very well. They always checked in to make sure our that, panel was running. Everything was everything was great about how they organized that. That right there, that's the important part. Yeah. So you're talking about all these fucking cons. Go talk to a badge checker, if you will, at one yeah. of these cons. Ask them how much fun they're having. That's always what care. I do. They don't care. Yeah. Most yeah. times they're just sitting there like, I walked in the vendor hall at Magic three times with no badge on, no nothing, no one stopped me. I didn't have a CFF shirt on. I just walked in. They didn't ask. I had a badge in my hand, which was, uh, they ran out of badges, so I had the wristband. I had it in my hand. On, yeah. on, I just, like, pulled it out of my pocket when I have a badge and then put it back in my pocket. They, they, they didn't stop me. Why? Because the chick was sitting there on her phone. She didn't care. She didn't want to be there. She was there for a free badge. Yeti. Everybody cared. Everybody cared. No matter, to down to the last person, they cared. And that's actually what I look for. Thank you for actually Real pointing it out. Quick, uh, back to the bad checking. Uh, when I was bad checking for Robin Con, I allowed his family to walk through, and I saw a badge on a kid, and I didn't see it on the rest of them. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are they? I walked, I looked over to the table, like, uh, this guy actually looked in. Yeah, they're not part of the con. Hey, guys, you need to come back here. <laughs> I, I, I looked, I sat there and checked badges, and I sang at every single person. He did. For two hours, anybody who walked in, like, badge, badge, badge. Like, literally, they're all looking like I was insane. I'm like, sorry, I, this I won't handle it. This won't, this won't handle for another eight hours, but damn it, I had fun with it. But, like, th th that was it. Like, you you get these kids that are just going to sit Spot there on their the phone and just, like, play on the thing. And, like, uh, uh, like, 
they're not there. And I tried to weed that out in my companies too. If you're if you're there for just to get the free batch, fine, I'll take you to like a two hour panel con and that's fantastic. But like if I'm gonna take if I'm, if you're not here to see this grow, then I'm not taking you to Anime Week in Atlanta. I'm not taking you to Yeti Con or, or any of these other fucking phenomenal events that I worked my ass off that I went fourteen cons in a year to fucking go to why, why would i do that like you're, exactly you're, you're, you're just here for for something i may need you for something like that but you're not here for that i, I don't see the smiles on your face i don't care if you're just bad checking for two hours you have to be there to see it grow and yeti was one of them because i think that was because they had the environment around them going you know what if i'm having fun right here imagine the amount of fun i'm gonna have on my way out of here thank you and that that that's my kind of thing and that always you don't get that out of people. And I, I don't think it just applies to badge checkers no, no, I'm, I'm either. I'm using that as an example. I, I know, but like that should apply to like any staff. Like any staff, it doesn't matter if it's Reg or like a guest handler or like someone doing dealers hall. Everyone should have that type of attitude because everyone's coming to your event to enjoy themselves. So everyone should yeah. try and get that same type of feeling. And people forget this fact when you're actually staffing a con. You're the, you're literally representation. Yeah, yeah. If you're representing a con, you better be like all smiles, prepped to go, ready, happy about where you're at. And don't, try to try to be as helpful as possible. You don't have to know everything because you are gonna be able to know everything. Right. But try and help where you can, even if you don't know something. That applies to my event as well. I have eight people. If I have one person that snaps off or just isn't trying to be there, then guess what? You're you're Go away. I, yeah. I, I don't need you here. I look at people and I'm like, you better be smiling and happy for the two hours I need you here. If you're not, then just give me your badge and go home. Yeah. Because I, I don't I don't need you here. That goes to any session scenario. Like if someone just is no call, no show, like like being a prick at an event doesn't do you any good. It's not going to bring somebody back. There we go. It's, it's the people that make the con. Of yes. course. Right. I mean, unfortunately, they don't, a lot of people that run the higher-ups don't have control over that. They don't, they don't know how your attitude is going to be that day. Right. It's like trying to control an ant farm. <laughs> it's not possible. Some people are going to be a little bit unruly, but at the same time, making sure prior to, it, it helps a little bit. I was going to say, I was in my head over here. I'm going like, what, what's your favorite memory? Of cons in general? Of cons. cons wow, they, that's really hold broad. Hold on. No, no, of this year. <laughs> oh, this year. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say overall, because <laughs> I, I, I have, have I have a million and a half for over this year. And I go, I'd have to, like, compartmentalize, like, every fucking event I've ever been to. And it's probably some obscure fucking weekend. But this year, I think my favorite moment, and I'll, I'll even go first, and, like, because I... Cause, there's been the drinking at freaking Yeti. Of course. There's the parties, the 13-pound brisket. I said before, I'm an entertainer, and mostly I'm a And the biggest thing I am first is I'm a father. So at the last event this year is what brought the biggest smile to my face because anybody who attended the event will tell you what their favorite part of steampunk was, was this 8-year-old girl who we called berserker what she was nuts she picked up a sword and she swung harder than most of the people that work for me but it was all like somewhat controlled and she was the most adorable thing you ever saw 
But on top of that, uh, she wanted like she came back sick on Saturday on Sunday. Aww. She followed us on Saturday. She came back. On, she's like, I'll be back there Sunday. She came in. She was sick. She took cold medicine just to get down there. She wanted to buy a weapon from us. And I'm like, okay, the mom will buy the weapon. Cool. And the mom looks at the little kid and goes, remember, you got to sell your books. And I'm like, sell book? What are you talking about? And she shows me these little books. They're uh, they're pretty much just blank white pieces of paper held together with string. And the outside is construction paper with uh, pretty much food dye coloring and, uh, and shaving cream to add texture and color and different art designs. And she did so many different, she had a whole pile of them, like 10 bucks a pop absolutely beautiful like i love she put in a lot of hard work and my first thought was there's no way at this event in particular she's selling three of them and her passion for this outweighs any of the guys that were fighting for hours because she just wanted to keep coming down but the mom had to you know come down to get her to other things so i said look the mom like even if she doesn't raise the 30 fucking dollars you bring her ass back down here she came back down here i took one of our wet loaner weapons and i went you have one of those books with you? I found one. It was rainbow colored. My daughter's currently drawing in it now. She showed me a picture. She drew one. I'm like, give me that book. And I went, I will give you a real one later. Go learn to use this right and keep kicking ass. And I handed her one of our red weapons. She literally threw it up in the air, held it in her hands like freaking He-Man. I was like, <laughs> yes! And ran out there and tried to beat the ever-living shit out of one of her friends that was on the field. And it was that absolute joy out of like a, a, of, of a person's face that you don't get to see very often in this world that like it brought a calming to like everybody's heart. It healed my concussion from the guy who smashed me in the face with our bat. Damn. Damn. Oh, he fucking cracked the crap out of me from downward on the ground, came straight up full speed, put a bat right in between my fucking eyes. I got him, though. I killed him. Fair Am- enough. Amgard bastard. Uh, <laughs> nice guy. Nice guy though. Nice guy. Who was he apologized for it and he was like, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, did I kill you? He goes, "All right, then we're even." But it, it was that moment of just like an adult, like unlike like wealth, like joy, like just just like, just taking that in that uh, that cons are supposed to bring. The, the not judgmental events that people that have around the cosplay community where they look at you and your cosplay is not this or it's not that. It's it's being able to smile and be happy. That, that kind of moment where that person wasn't thinking about anything else that brought me my biggest smile out of the entire year. Hmm. Anybody else? Shit. Chris, uh, do you have something? or You want to go down, go down the line? Not from this year. Not, uh, well, so I, what was your happiest moment from this year? I don't have one. So it was all Philly cheesesteaks? It was enjoyable, but I wouldn't have... I can't say I, don't, I have one true happy moment from this year. Okay. Philly cheesesteaks. I... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid the fat moment, so... No, 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 no. That was sharing the love of food with someone yeah, like me. Right. I think I put on 10 pounds in cheesesteaks. Basically, <laughs> from what I've understood from like those last two hours is that we're getting Philly cheesesteaks when we're done. God, I fucking oh, wish. Man. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So Let's go. I actually have two. Uh, two that have tied in my heart because one, if you haven't noticed the shirt, I am a diehard Kenichi Sonata fan. So I have no idea who that is, but keep going. All right. So have you heard of an anime called Bubblegum Crisis? Yes. Nope. Kenichi Sonata. Okay. Okay. Um, when I when I was growing up, 
one of my favorite shows. It was literally one episode for this specific thing. It's called Riding Bean, and it's based in Chicago. It's so passionate about Chicago that you can make a map dedicated to where Bean Bandit actually goes, and you can make a 80s to 90s map of Chicago straight from the anime itself. I can do the same thing with the Dark Knight, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things that really caught my eye last year was he came and he was like, yeah, no, we're going to make a fucking reboot. And I was so hyped about this when I found out about it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be helping out Asen, but I am bent on going to see this guy. And the year prior, I dressed up as being Bandit. Nobody recognized me except for the fucking creator himself and the guy that's doing the music for the new show. Settle down, I'm cutting fury. You shut your <laughs> whore mouth! Shut your whore mouth! Anyway, so when I, got, when I finally got the chance to go to the showing of the trailer, he flat out said, oh, we don't have the trailer. But we do have, we have like the dry cuts and everything. And after the show, after everything was said and done, I leave. But the music director recognized me. He's like, oh, you're the guy from last year. And that's one of the things where it's like, nobody recognized my character. Everybody thought I was fucking Kung Fury for like the last three years, except these two motherfuckers. <laughs> he remembered me primarily because of a question I asked him specifically. And the creator of the show, who was practically my lord and savior and one of my inspirations to do anything, recognized me. And he's like, oh, I remember you. And that's, so, yeah, nope, I, Senpai noticed. Fuck, <laughs> Senpai noticed squared. But that was one of the most inspirational things for me. But what ties the story together is there was another person at the first show. And she was, like, bent on cosplaying another character from a show named Riley Vincent. And the next year, the pretty much this year, she came to me, came up to me, dressed as Riley Vincent is like, I finally got to do it. I finally watched everything. I finally saw the manga. I got it down packed. And it was the mo one of the most perfect fucking cosplays I've ever seen in my life. It was one of her first cosplays. She put as much detail as humanly possible into it. And it broke me down to tears because I'm sitting there like, I inspired someone to actually sit there and essentially cosplay a show that nobody knows about. But she sat there and actually did it. And I was really proud. Nice. Now, the second one actually happened at RamenCon this year. This is... You're talking about when I came up and talked to you. I know I'm very... No, 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 no. You're right a lovely now. person, but this is not you. No. <laughs> yeah, it was, act, it was actually me. No, this did happen at CFF. I'll give you that. Now, I've been in martial arts for years. No one... And I repeat, no one has ever hit me square on, like giving me a hard stopper shot in my entire life. That's because we haven't fought. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I've never fought you. This is also true. This guy, I don't know who he is. Wait, 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 what do you look like? I don't remember because, white like. White or Asian? White. Beard? No. It was just a random, random guy. We're going toe-to-toe -to -toe because I love using spears because it allows me to kind of go versatility. This guy not only parries the shit out of me, but hits me in a solar plexus, hits me in the heart, and hits me in the neck. Damn. In a matter of a second. 
Like he gets me that, so. That last shot was illegal. Yeah, but I actually <laughs> paused on the floor. I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? And afterwards, I'm just like, he runs up to me. It's like, are you okay? Are you okay? We're on opposing sides. I'm expecting him to jump in, jump for joy because he just took down me. He's like shorter than me. He's like clearly. I'm doing a recap of everybody in the room. I have a feeling I know who it is. And he just shut me down because I'm just sitting there like, I've been bloody sparring and fighting for bloody years. And this guy just comes up and just shuts me down with a perfect three-point strike. I um, I I couldn't do anything, and I'm just like, just just bring it in. I, I think he's one of the people I fought at the end. Yeah, I hope really so good. because he was the shit. I beat him. So that's the problem. Like, I got him back, but it was like one of those moments where you're like, hot damn, that was humbling. I was like, oh, I actually have to try now. Yeah. Right, like, oh shit, I have to actually go full out on somebody. I haven't done this in a while. Let me do this. Caleb, what about you? What's your most memorable, most happiest m- moment? Well, Jax and I spent time working on swords this year, so I learned how to make a prop out of wood. With is what we because we made two swords for saber from fate, and then uh, I took it to Anime Expo actually with me. I somehow got the sword through TSA, but that's a whole different story. Uh, but apparently, you're able to sneak in your luggage, and it got to him back from Anime Expo just fine. But, uh, but anyways, uh, so I took it to the fate shoot there and everyone was really nice. And it's like the nicest I've ever seen the fate fandom be, which yeah, was they actually, you. which was actually really nice aware. and really chill there. And actually the fate photo shoot was actually really nice. And then like when I was waiting in line for the panel or any of the events, cause they had like the, uh, who'd you go? You went with Saber. Uh, <laughs> MHX. Because we made, uh, basically for her uh, Noble Phantasm, she uses regular Saber Sword and she uses Excalibur Morgan. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know who that is, but keep going. Oh. Um, okay, so you know how Saber is Saber. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I know, I know, I know Saber, no Saber Alter. I just don't know which one. Saber Assassin is what uh, MHX who, is. Who Mysterious like, Heron X. Who has like... Okay. Well, That's yeah, I... I Mysterious Heron M- X, the yeah, berserker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. She, she's an assassin... MHX Alter is the uh, is the berserker. She's she's more of a Sith Lord, but I know who you're way, thinking of. You said that we got oh, sorry. I abbreviated it because I've been doing it for too long, clearly. You're fine. But um the other memorable moment that I had at MHX Expo was was right. just in line actually talking to people and I want to go back to the point where you make your con how you want to make it and you go out and find it. And basically because Anime Expo is literally line con to, to get into the line for line con, you, trained, you, 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 you tend to make the most out of the line that you're in while you're there. CFF for Anime Expo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, based on that, like, basically, while we were waiting in, like, this two-hour line, it was just the people in line around us, we just kept on talking and we made our own line we started making own games and like just talking about our random experiences throughout cons throughout the country and that's just like really memorable for me because you're just connecting with random people on just a random point that you have and that's what a lot of people go to conventions for chris you had an epiphany halfway through yes because, uh, <laughs> go ahead uh i, I remind trying to think of myself what was a heavy moment and i thought about it it was like the last time we went to Marcon. Was one of them. 
I but, missed this year. I'll let it go. Yeah, and uh, we went to Markham this year. No, that's why I said the last time we went to. Yeah, I was just I was talking about just this year, but I'll let it go. Like I said, I know, yeah. But and then it hit me when I was at an Ohio con. I met this mother, and this mother, uh, when we were at Markham last year, let her three-year-old mm. daughter beat the ever-living hell out of me with a sword. Seems right. And she goes, I remember you. Like, do I know you? Did I do something wrong? She goes, no. You let my daughter beat the hell out of you with a sword. When was this? Last year at this hotel? I'm like, oh, okay, now I remember. Like, oh, yeah, my daughter could not stop talking about that. It was like, okay, yeah, so that, that's... That that's... Was, See... He reminded me of a Marcon thing that I wanted to talk about. I'm sorry, I just have to do it really fast. Go! Go! You're like, fine. No, yeah, well, yes, but no. It was two years ago at Marcon. Because last year at Marcon, I nearly, I nearly enlisted an Illinois chapter for Barfleet. Yes. Because I talk to a lot of people. But, you do. but two years ago, I met Jason Marsden. If you don't know who Jason Marsden is, Jason Marsden voiced Max Goof in uh, the Goofy oh. movie. He, he did a lot though. He's done like a lot of people for anime. He was a he was Salem from fucking Hocus Pocus. Seriously? He, yeah. 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 Damn. He was, he was in Fairly Odd Parents. He was in Spirited Away. He was in, he was on a lot of things, and he was also in Step by Step. Or was it? It was Step, it was by, step, step by Step and uh, Boy Meets World. And Boy Meets World, yes. And I can't kind of remember that. Jason Marsden is a short motherfucker. He really is. Compared to me, he is definitely short. Uh, he he had a panel at Marcon and no one knew it. I didn't know he was there till they did the masquerade. <coughs> and I'm, he's like, and he did sort of video of him live streaming his panel and nobody was there. Aww. And, oh. And and uh. And someone, he was wearing Batman shoes at the time and a Batman tie. <laughs> and he goes, and someone goes, uh, someone goes, like, hey, ask me any questions. We got some time for the voting. And they goes, who's your favorite Robin? It's like, Dick. And he's like, if you could play any Robin, who would it be? And he goes, I'd be Dick. I'm like, you're too short. I, I just, I couldn't help myself. I'm like, you're too short. Be fucking Damien. He goes, <laughs> and he turns and ha, ha, fucking funny. <laughs> like, I'm like, I started roasting him from the back. Because I was, was I was having such a good time with it. Was it. so great. And then we, we meet him at, at Barfleet, because he shows up at Barfleet. And I won't go to all the experiences of that night, because nope. what happens at Barfleet, nope. you don't talk about Barfleet. Except, uh, no. oh boy, until <laughs> until it Jersey. becomes until it becomes like evidence, and then I talk yes. about Barfleet. That's Magfest in a nutshell. But continue. Uh, but he ends up start talking to my wife, who was my girlfriend at my time, and I was just paying for a cup because at Barfleet, how it works is you can get free drinks all you want, or you can pay five bucks and get a cup, and then you can get any mixed drink that you want with the alcohol they have back there. And I've always made bad choices of make whatever you want. And they have some really horrible shots that are yes. your that's your enlistment ceremony. Like holy shit! Like they like they don't give those until like unless you're getting like promoted. And oh my god, they knocked us all on our asses. Like, Vern lost it. Vern lost his fucking voice. He's like, oh my. Vern right. lost his ability to stand. Ah. So, but but he, Jason Marsden was flirting with my wife, and he was just like flirting with her. And I come up behind him, and like I said, he comes up to my fucking chest, and my beard hits him on the head, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and he turns around and he turns up, 
shit. <laughs> and then everybody was like, oh, yeah, you're heckling me from the crowd. Thank you for the help. I'm like, no problem. This is my girlfriend. And he goes, pretty. And just walks <laughs> gave him the fear like and i scared the shit out of him because he's like birds like he's birds weight but like ryan's size so like it was just so funny to me it was just a really like just funny moment from like two years ago but like once again this year it's your first year event yeah first year of cons you went to a shit i still thank you for all of that what you got so after going through one full year, one year of different conventions all over the place, my biggest takeaway, and it's going to kind of piggyback on the essentials of the stories that you guys all just told, it, it was the people. The mm. people that I got a chance to meet and hang out with. Every, every convention, my biggest takeaway was not the fighting that we did with CFF, not some of the panels we attended, even though those were great. It was the... All right, we're done for the day. We're gonna go out and grab something to eat together. We got the whole whole crew together. We're just gonna sit down in the room. We're gonna put put on something abridged and sit and and have a few drinks. Or we're gonna do some salty bet, or the drive out to YetiCon, or getting there for the seeing it for the first time in daylight, walking around the village at night after uh, regrouping from the end of our panel. Um, the the mornings getting up with the crew and, and heading to the gym and taking that official CFF weekend gym selfie in the mirror. The, the, I'm hyped up on pre-workout. Yeah, the, the <laughs> hanging out at the cabin. Are you with me? Yeah, gr- grilling, grilling food and having some drinks out by the lake. Which one? Uh, well, it's at... Uh, yeah, that at, was, uh, at Midori. At Midori. Uh, no, no, I meant, I meant which, which event? Which one was it? That was that one was Midori. Uh, but I just overall, the the social experience of, of meeting so many new people and getting a chance to hang out with, uh, even it felt like someone different each time, getting to know someone a little better each time and, and being with a crew. That That's what I'll always remember from this past year and what I'm going to always look forward to Okay. With every convention going forward, is is having that opportunity to sit down and and hang out and and be a part of that community of our crew and that social experience. Okay, so there wasn't one event. Okay, it was all of it. Right. It was. It was. It was the whole thing. But uh, but I mean, it's really hard to to beat that view I from Yeti. Like, I so. Honestly, if I get, if I'm not gonna say the way Midori, you're describing Midori it, Con it does sound very, amazing. Majority Con was very close. Yes, mm. it the fucking was. watching the moon over the, the moon, dam. the moon over the moon over the lake was outstanding. Um, that was pretty good. Though those are those are my takeaways, and that's what I'm looking forward to for the next year. Then I'll hmm. I'll, I'll finish this off with one question for everybody. Final one. Uh, 2020, right around the corner. Hmm? Out of all the cons that'll happen, you know what they are. Uh, which con is your dream con to go to? One that you're not already slated to head to. Mm. One that if you had infinite resources to go to, what would it be? And it could be ridiculous. It's like I know there's like overseas cons that I can't think of that are sitting in Japan. There's one in Dusseldorf, Germany that I would love to go to. But the, the cruise ship one I sent you. I've already approached them for I that one. Con, 
month to do like that cruise ship. No, no, this one's an actual on a cruise ship. Oh, it's a different one. It's a different one. Um, Just give me a Megacon. I have two that I would put on my list. Pick Um, one. Uh, well, I mean, the, the thing is, like, because we're on this, would be one would be TwitchCon, and that one's the more realistic side one that I might be able to do. Uh, and but uh, I should have had that one for a second, then I lost it for a minute. I'm like, which one was it? Oh, this one was one that I uh, that just got announced, and I would fucking die to do, and it would make my life, which would be the one that's coming out first year con. Athleticon by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I would fucking rock the shit out of that. I would. Uh, my, so, someone sent me a fucking picture or sent me a link on it, and my first thought was, I want to fight in CFF Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. For no other reason, like if there's only one person, I don't care about any of CFF, it would be me. I want to just. Like I, I here's the thing with me when I hear music I put an entire fight scene in my head for no reason I'll Same. zone out on a fucking eight hour drive just listening to music, and I put twenty fight scenes against Dwayne the Rock Johnson I don't win like any of them, but they're cooler in my head than they'll ever be in real life. But as much as that would be fun, I I've even tweeted to him that being in a weight room with that man has to be his personality w- would be infectious. And I respect him. I follow him just for his workout videos. Like that's my inspiration. You have to see my garage before you leave. Yeah. Uh, but like that is my life. It would be to just make or break my career because that would be all over Facebook and Instagram. J- j- just to be able to have a chance to fight my one of my childhood heroes. Oh hell yeah! Would be my life. And that like I said, this is a very low known thing. But like, there's no way in hell. We would ever be invited, but you can bet your fucking ass I'm going to try because we are an athletic event. We would get That's slaughtered yep. by everybody in there just because they're in better shape than us. But I would fucking try to fight Dwayne The Rock Johnson one time. Yep. You guys can share this on his Twitter, his Instagram. Please I, do. I, just, I want dude, to. Dude, I, no, tag Hold I want to fight Dwayne The Rock Johnson at, at Athleticon in CFF in the middle of the room. I challenge him to a 1v1 duel. Best two out of three versus Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Two out of three. Or, or Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. I will tag team with you if Vin Diesel's there. I will they they just you. became friends again. Let's not. I will tag team. <laughs> if not if, push button. If they, not, if they lose, they're gonna blame the other one. So let's to calm fair, down. I call dibs as a tag partner. I've Can known, I come I've, in for the audience? I've known though. him longer. Uh, but, but, but we can, we can do the, we can do the commentary. But, but, but the commentary. anyways, what, make this post. I don't care if anybody's watching, listening later. Put this on his Instagram. Put this on his Facebook. CFF challenges Dwayne the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson at Red Athletic Rock. Con. So what Bruce is saying is, is clip this on Twitch. Send this to Dwayne Johnson 10 billion times. Please and thank you. I, I, to we, sum it we, shortly, we are an athletic event. <laughs> Not now, but right now. <laughs> and, and we are conventionfunfighting.com. Pull up our videos. We're awesome. Chris, if there's any event out there, anywhere, if you don't know, I'll let you time to think. I can move it over to Jackson. I think he's got an idea. Of I have three. <laughs> no, no, yeah, go ahead. Pick one. All right. Go ahead. Go. Go, ahead, Chip, go. All right. So the first one, and this is me from when I was a kid, Anime Expo. Anime Expo and World Cosplay Summit have always been on this pedestal in my head. 
because just as a cosplayer, it's one of those things where it's like, I kind of want to go to the fucking Elite Four, goddammit. I want to actually compete against, like, the top dogs. I'm with you, but I only want to go if I can take it with me. Damn Skippy. Now, World Cosplay Summit has been one of those big, big fuckers in my head because I always follow them every year, and I want to actually join that shit. But holy shit are their rules the devil. Like, that is some, like, razor's edge fucking rules. I still want to do it, but at the same time, that shit scares the hell out of me. Still want to fucking do it. And number three? Number three, Kamiket. Kamiket in Japan. It's one of those big conventions that you only hear about in fucking Legends. You never really see that much production from them, but you always know that's the big con. That is the big fucking you're, con in you're Japan. You're going to message me that name because CFF's going to apply. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I applied. I'm gonna say right now, half the events I've gotten because I sat at work really bored and I started emailing people. I think I've done the same thing. There's nothing wrong with that, right? I never said there was a problem with it. I'm just saying I need names. Yeah, Kamaket is. Yeah, hey, yeah, you're in a mess. Just me there. No, don't worry. No, we could do it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go out to my three because I also have three. Uh, Kamaket is also my number one. Basically, uh, the main reason I want to get a visa is to go to Japan, and then when we go, when Jack and I plan on going to Japan. I wanted to go during to the week of a comic cat just to see how a foreign convention differs from what we have here. I'm going to tell then, you, uh, now is fucking different. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I'm going to start with a difference. One is in another language. Yeah, yeah, right. no. But, but I mean, <laughs> if I actually get my passport and, I, and we go with you to Yetikai, that's obviously, I, I obviously will travel to a new country first because I still haven't left the country. So Canada can be my first step. As someone that has many. traveled out of the country too many times, Canada is a good first step. Yeah. Try me. <laughs> I was in the military, so I, I, I'm cheating. Yeah. yeah uh, the, the, I was an archaeologist. Uh, I can't talk. So The other two that I'd like to go to is there's uh, Saboten Con in Arizona. I want to try going to other cons in other parts of the country where I haven't really been. I haven't really been to Arizona before. And the other one I want to try and go to is Anime Boston. It's another one that's oh. also kind of far away. But I know that it, I I want to try going to ones I haven't been to before. We have to apply to Anime Boston. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to reapply. I did do it one time. I sent them an email. I didn't get anything back. I need to send them again. But uh, basically, I haven't been to these cons, but I've heard good things about them, so I want to try them and see what they're like. Now, there is a New York convention that I keep hearing about. Uh, there's one going on recent... It's Anime it's, NYC? Anime yep. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. We, just had, we just had a conference call with them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their numbers are amazing, but their space is really small. It's more like it's because it's New York. Yeah, yeah that's right. the kind of feel I've gotten so from they're, it. So they're trying yeah. to expand, right? But they don't have a gaming thing yet. They're working. Really? I'm a little surprised yep. by that. Also, okay. I'm here. That's what got me. <laughs> See, my thing is this. I have friends all around the U.S. from when I was a young kid, and I used to literally just tour around the U.S. going to conventions. I want to go for the conventional podcast specifically so i can go oh let's go to this con why maybe because i have friends there you bastards i want to see these bastards again yep all right don uh well i'm gonna have to go with uh that one i sent you the other day and i'm not sure about the pronunciation if it's gaku con g-a-c gaku con holy gaku con on a cruise ship I, I mean, want to go so bad. How much fun would that be? That sounds really fun to me. To have an excuse for CFF to be on a cruise ship. I've been on a cruise really? ship once, and I had an oh, absolute I blast. I was there. Whatever you're saying, you're telling me you want to go up there. 
And oh, yeah. I, uh, I think that one would be an absolute riot. Uh, if, if we go just the, uh, the turf side instead of the surf side, uh, I think Dragon would be Dude. an awesome one to be at. Emails are already flying. Uh, yep. Dragon. I'm bored at work, and I, hate my, I don't hate my job. I hate working in general. So, like, my life... So, most people? Yeah, but my life... I, I, I favor... I've made my job and my career easy enough where I can still do my job while still doing things that I love. So, I spend my day, like, emailing, like, cons all day. I mean, I multitask while I'm at work, too. I'm doing things other than... Work. I'm back in school, so <laughs> that's all I do. I'm all in IT, so... Right. Then you're pretty much doing what I'm doing, trying to do. I, I found a cool remote desktop tool, so I'm on my computer the whole time. Chris, did you find one? Uh, honestly, just Dragon Con is one of those That's a good solid choice. Alone, I know a few people that go there a lot, almost every year apparently, and I just hear really great things, and it's just ever expansive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm emailing them. They have a LARP there currently, but way we differ from LARPs and my other co- and my other company, obviously not Comic Clowns, but CFF, is that uh, we're built for the everyman. So that's, I think, something that we get to have fun with. Someone who would never consider fighting before or doesn't want to come... How about these? Pick a weapon and hit your friend. Yep. That's pretty much where we roll. Um, and I think if you had one major takeaway from this podcast... What would it be? Because mine right now is hire the right people. And that's what, that's kind of what I want to close out on is what your major takeaway is. It's, it's, it's find the right people. I know people are hurting for volunteers and things like that. But you got to find the right people. If you don't find the right people, you're, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don? Yeah, I'll, I'll echo that statement. The, the things that made the conventions I went to this past year so great are the people there. Not just the people attending and the people we were working with, but the people running the convention. If things are running smoothly on their end, then people are having a good time. Questions get answered. Uh, problems get solved. And it's a better experience for everyone involved. Uh, I would say try and get out of your comfort zone a bit more because it helps you make your convention your own better. And you, basically when you're going to a convention, you're making your own entertainment and you're going to you know your own place and it's being tailored to you so you need to get out of your comfort zone a little bit more and meet new people that way because that's what you're kind of there to do yeah that means including you right now right like getting out of the country yeah i mean you're not wrong takes three months to get a passport hundred dollars yeah how the hell do you think i got out of the country so many times besides the other they were hoping to keep you away that too so many reasons i haven't had a need to leave the country yet yes but that's the fun thing about a thing that lasts 10 years yeah you never know when you need it exactly true all right. Um, no excuses not to get one. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm well, working with you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm working with, Jack, oh, I'm working with I'm, Jacks I'm, on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm down to leave the country. I, I just need to find the free time to get the passport paperwork done. Fair enough. <laughs> Online. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, my takeaway: people make the convention. Not the convention makes people. People make the convention. You always want to at least go out there and get the experience. Just having that weird-ass memory with somebody else. You never know where a friend lies where when you're at a convention. Sometimes it's at the weirdest place. Sometimes it's at a weird-ass fucking gambling situation where you don't even know what the fuck's going on. I don't want to know that. I want to know that story when we get off air. I'll tell it now, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Playing poker with a bunch of Kaka Curry cosplayers. That's enough for me. Well, yeah, your turn. 
Uh, I'm gonna say 18 plus panels ran by people who are older than 18. <laughs> yeah. That's your takeaway. Like from they this need from this. Yeah. Yes. This whole conversation. <laughs> it just needs to be better. I'll take that quality yeah, over you quantity. Know you know what? Fair, yeah. There yeah, we go. But, Quality yeah, over quantity. But I don't know exactly know what the fuck we talked about well, that made him think I, that. Quality over I don't quantity. Know. I mean, there are definitely certain order. types of panels that need improvement. I'm not going to disagree there. But, I'll, but, I'll let him have that one. But I will say, like as a whole, um, like I talked about the, the my my black tie gala, like my my nerd uh, New Year's Eve party that I'm throwing. Um, that goes back to the idea that people t- comfort zones, if you will. Yeah. I'm making a comfort zone for everybody. I want people to be able to walk into a place, and cons are the, the safest place you can do that. If you walk into a con, or example, this house, and go, who here likes Dungeons and Dragons, Dragon Ball Z, Fairy Tale, or something of that nature, you're going to get hands that hit the fucking sky. And you're worried how you're going to start a conversation. Walk up and say, Goku's overrated. And you just got to debate, like, literally for like an hour. Don't you stop right there. Don't talk. That was the point. I said we could. We're trying to end this show sometime this year. I said said we could have a conversation. I said we could have a... Well, Vantasm's my own own Hitora. I don't want to talk about that. That's why you fuckers are still around me. Uh, And you're stuck with me after death. Don't die before me. Uh, but that, but that's the point I'm trying to make. It's step out of the comfort zone, find the right people, find quality people. I can have a million friends, but it's the ones that keep around you that really matter. And that's what you're aiming for. And that's what I try to do. And that's what everyone should try to do. Just because they like something of you, just because they like something that gives you something to talk about, but doesn't mean they're actually good people to have around you. Good people. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not pointing at you out saying that you're a bad person. I'm saying in general. Oh, yeah, he was pointing at you. No, 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 because he he made the, you guys made the points of like being good people, but like he's making the point of like making sure they're quality people. Yeah, Yeah. no, because just because they seem good at first doesn't mean they're going to be quality later on. Just because you have a good conversation with somebody doesn't mean they're good people for you in the end. Yeah, because like I know an initial impression is everything at first, but you can obviously learn things as time goes on. Exactly. First mm-hmm. impressions are amazing, but they don't mean everything. Uh, but I guess that's a good thing, Don. You moved closer to the mic. You had something you wanted to attack on. But... No, I was just, just waiting for you to... All right, so I will go ahead then here. Um, we'll start more uh, I want to attack on the end for us. For who made it this long through the podcast? <laughs> Our D&D stream campaign will be starting again shortly. Uh, it'll maybe be done. I don't know yet. It will be the tack on. Chris will be a recurring character due to work. Uh, do catch us. We'll be doing Saturdays, and we'll be releasing clips onto Facebook. Uh, we'll have some really fun new ticks there. Uh, and I will let you find Don on his uh, his streaming. Plug your Twitch. Uh, it's uh, Kana Smash on Twitch. Yep. Make sure you get on it more often. YouTube. Plug all of your shit. All right, all right. Well, hey, if you look, oh, shut your mouth, <laughs> shut your whole mouth. You got to the first thing out of like all right. twenty. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, if you like us, if you love us, if you hate us, follow us at the conventional podcast at podbean.com. We post every 
what is it now every second friday of every month yeah we're, we're aiming to release the second friday of every month and then every two weeks from there after but remember if you have to choose it's us over them but oh, what the <laughs> fuck? there's plenty of airtime for everybody uh but you can reach us on twitter at the conventional crew without the e yeah, because somebody fucking robbed us. Or you can actually just hit us up at the conventional podcast at gmail.com, if memory serves. Conventional and the podcast at gmail. Conventional the podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget Thank about you. the the con slash conventional podcast at facebook.com. Yes. Yes. We have so many ways to find us that you can. It's almost impossible not to find us at yeah, this point. Yeah, we also have a Patreon and a coffee also underneath the conventional podcast. Oh my god, we gotta talk about both of those things. Yes, uh, if you fucking put anything on coffee, we will fucking put it on the air, but if you put on something that we don't like, we will throw cabbages at you. It is a fact. Okay. We All have right. a lot of cabbages, don't question it. I grow cabbages, don't question me. Oh my cabbages. god, you are the cabbage guy from Avatar The Last Airbender. My yep. first car that I ever built was a fucking Ranger. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that everything you guys wanted to put on there? That's all I got. Uh, uh, we do have an Instagram. We don't talk about the Instagram <laughs> until I can fix the Instagram. <laughs> Fuck the Instagram. Then, the last thing I, we, we should probably announce is that we have a photo shoot meetup on October 19th at the Kanjiji Gardens if there are any cosplayers who are interested and want to come. We'll also be, uh, as Comic Cons, we'll be go ahead and we'll be giving this podcast to them to release whenever the hell they choose to release. Probably it, next week, if they want to. Um, for us, also, we will be doing. Uh, God, what was there was that? We need a, We need. We need show notes. There was a show note. Like I had it. Like and then they started talking about random shit, and I lost it. Jokes on you. That's all we do. We can put it in the description. <laughs> yeah, I gotta put it all in the description because we got that. We got that. Oh, next week uh, I want to do a release next week for the beginning of the horrible movie tournament. Ooh, yes, uh, that's the, gonna be a good one. The uh, reigning champion will be left out, which is Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, that was the reigning champion. And Wait, we you think that's the worst movie ever uh, for uh, comic book animated for the time that we had made this, which was three, four years ago. Ah, okay. So now we have new movies. Ah. And my, we'll, we'll, we're going to go ahead next week, and we're just going to go ahead and start slating the ballots. We need sixteen movies to do this, so we will sit here with everybody on the cast that wants to. But be But they here. have to be nerd related, is like your, video game, yep. anime, oh, okay. or comic book related. So King of Fighters will be involved. Oh, damn. Tag, yeah, yeah. For those who haven't DOA. seen it yet, oh, DOA oh, will be bad, involved. Street Fighter with the most American, American, American played Fighter? by... Oh, oh, Legend of Chun-Li and Street Fighter 2 will be involved. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Dragon Ball Evolution won last time. Correct. What about the Korean Dragon Ball movie? See, that's the thing. We haven't watched that one yet. Fair so, enough. But that's the point. The point of the next one is to find, have people come on, drink with us to this point, and we will tack on until we come to the thing. And then my mother will pick numbers out of a hat because that's how it worked last time, and that's how we will slate the brackets. Mm. And that is a fantastic time done by all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we uh, will put the brackets online, and the winner will be chosen either by a random person who has never watched the movies or Twitch chat, depending how many people we get. Mm-hmm. It is a fantastic, it, it's amazing, and it's such a good argument because you have to be drunk to listen to it. And I guess that'll be closing it for the night. This is Bruce War Chief Hoover. Jack Sentinel, baby. Cloud I see, master.
Don Connors, Mac Russo. Good 